Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name's Michael. My name is Fleetwood Mac Dre. And I'm RJ. Fleetwood Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do? Mm. Well, you know, I just sing He's the pianist. real <laughs> witchy woman songs about taking ecstasy and doing fizz dances. Ooh. Okay. But are you a rapper? I mean, I consider myself a poet over everything. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I literally picture plays keys and it's just check one, a two. Dropping this beat just for you. <laughs> this dance. This dance. Like this, I put a look on my face <laughs> like I smell some piss. Dude, so right across the street from where we live is a high school. Okay. And this, nice. is, <laughs> this has been the first time <laughs> in my adult life. That I see the youths, yeah. and I don't understand the clothing choices. Oh, yeah. I've always understood it, up until this generation, where I see them, and I'm just like, why? Or, yep. Are they wearing the, the um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, it, it looks like they shop at Hot Topic. It looks 90s. And, like, they're doing a, a 90s thing. It's mm-hmm. just, that's like the worst clothing. Well, I've seen two different kinds with the people I work with. I've seen like the, it's kind of they're going to like the hot topic where it's, it has all the chains and like the zippers on it and yeah. it's just baggy. And then I see the other one where it's like, oh, I'm all about thrifting and going to thrift stores and buying like old clothes. They're all baggy on me. Well, there's yeah. also norm core culture now where people like, What's especially norm-core? with girls, they dress up like traditional girls from like the 50s. So that'd be but 50s, not full but on like fifties retro like pinup girl type stuff. You're thinking it's just like traditional clothing, <laughs> you know, like not yeah, it's <laughs> basically. <laughs> but it's like not over the top where you're like, oh, it looks like you're cleaning the house. It's just like those are just normal clothes. It's like not a short skirt, not like a crop top or anything. It's like Dude, half I saw, sleeve shirts. I saw a group of kids that were skateboarding at the park. Okay, they mm-hmm. they weren't. They were being bad kids because they weren't they weren't Wearing at helmets. a skate park. They were just and skateboarding. No helmets, no pads. Yeah, but they looked exactly like kids, like the movie Kids. They looked exactly like them. It blew me away looking at them. I kept on staring at them because I'd be like, "You don't. You've never even seen that movie. And you <laughs> yeah. look exactly like." <laughs> New York skateboarders from the 90s. Well, that skate culture, like skate fashion is interesting. Yeah, that's bad. It's like, like Freddy Krueger sweatshirts and beanies and like really baggy just Dickies pants. Yeah. Or like Ben Davis clothes. I saw floppy shoes. Floppy shoes. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for Osiris's to come back. Yeah, they are. They're here. <sighs> A lot of the, the girls that are out there, they, they wear these giant clothing. Like big clothing, yeah, like it's, it's like the Billy Elliot Billy clothing. No, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know, it's like the spikes on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the first time that I felt old looking at the youths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand this generation. <laughs> so okay, you saw the video I, I sent you, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally like. There's so many things like that, that just come up to me, and they're like, "You're not a Barb," and I was like, "I don't know what that is." They're like, "It's like Mickey, Nicki Minaj fans." Barb, yeah, something like that. And I, they're all like, "You don't oh. know that," and I was like, "I don't know that." And then they come up making noises, and I was like, "What's that?" They're like, <laughs> and then they do the noise again, and they walk away, and I'm like, "All right." They I go, "Oh, no, it's the sheesh thing." 
Oh, I don't know that. It's on the video. Oh, cool. The only, the only Nicki Minaj music or the only Nicki Minaj video I have ever seen is the 15 minute one where she's complaining about the vaccine that came out recently, <laughs> and I am a fan. Um, so I don't know where that's from. But I just literally asked somebody when I actually got one of them cornered, and they went run away. And I was like, well, "What are you <laughs> doing?" <laughs> oh, they're, they're 18, so it's legal. Okay. okay so I was yeah, like, "What are you doing?" Yet. And yeah. they're like. It sounds like kidnapping, and I don't think that's illegal at any age. But they no, said technically like SpongeBob trying to get those butterflies. <laughs> it's legal. It's legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I imagine RJ just running around like that. <laughs> I just want to learn from you. <laughs> the crusty crab pizza is the pizza. Squidward. <laughs> Um, but Anyways. yeah, so literally, I guess it just means something's ice cold in your veins. So you go, ah, it's cold. Sheesh. Sheesh. I was like, okay, that's the best definition I have. That's cool. Okay, you can go. So if someone him... called me a barb, I would, I don't know if it's just from our generation. I think stranger things. So I was like, barb. <laughs> no, I just assumed that that's <laughs> Rest like in peace. a type of a gay man. And I don't know if that's Ooh, just yeah. from our like generation where it's like, like a bear or an otter. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a, yeah. yeah, honestly, any growing up, any slang word that we didn't know yeah. basically <laughs> just turned out to be a gay slur. Yeah. So that's fair. What happens if somebody was like, actually, it's, they just try to think of lingo to be cool. They're like, I'm going to go uh, get my haircut with my barb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can't you just say barber? Or La barba. Your haircut. But yeah, I don't, know. All I don't those even know things. what that is. What would that even refer to? Is it like um, like a female stan? I don't know. Apparently, I think it's an it's one of the art. I think it's Nicki Minaj's like fan club, like Taylor Swift's is like Swifties or something like that. Yeah, you should call one. Well, of that makes them, sense. You should you should call one of them a Prince Albert and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, Prince Herb Albert. Yeah, because <laughs> they don't know what dick piercings are, do they? Mm. Yeah, I don't, they probably yeah. do that nowadays. Oh. Yeah, they probably get them at like thirteen now. <laughs> probably normal. <laughs> probably do my Claire's. Yeah. Claire's clip piercings. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to get my pee pee pierced, please. <laughs> Here you go, child. Yeah. <laughs> we want a double it. zero gauge. <laughs> yes, please. It's bigger than my pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, these youths are up to no good. No good. All right, so somebody mentioned to me, they were saying, once you get to the point where we start criticizing the youths, we're old. Yeah. yeah so I'll accept it. Yeah, I was like, I, I yeah. think I'm there because when I listened to one of their songs, I was like, I don't understand what's going on. A lot of their shit I'm okay with. Just like yeah. the way that they go about things. Like, I, yeah, but if, to me. if Elvis Presley starts shaking his hips, I'm out. No, yeah. no. That's too <laughs> X-rated. If some man starts sodomizing the devil on television, I'm out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more little Nas X for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with a lot of the like political stuff with the use. It's just their clothing choices. I'm just like, it's just not a good choice, in yeah. my opinion. It's yeah. it's going in cycles. Like we had like a kind of eighties revival where like some eighties stuff was trendy for a while. But yeah. it was really like corny trendy. I don't think it was ever cool, you know? Yeah. But I feel like this next generation is just picking up on what we grew up with and then But they're also like thousands. They're way fancier too. Like I saw there's a girl uh she wasn't a uh 
a teenager, but she was like walking around in, in the store and she had jeans on that were like huge oversized jeans, but then she like sewed them properly to like fit around her waist. Yeah. And I'm just the, like, oh. Yeah, they got mom <laughs> jeans. Yeah. You don't need like a giant belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know how oh, so. There was somebody that worked at Coffee Republic that was like that, that had that style. Mm-hmm. But I forgot who it was. But yeah, I noticed that a couple of years ago, like the, the, like when we were in school, like the girls in like high school were wearing like the lowest jeans possible. Oh yeah, you know it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, the Christina Aguilera G strings popping. Yeah, up. the yeah. whale tails. Yeah, yeah, the whale tails. Cisco yeah. was in his prime. <laughs> Maybe make that booty go. Unleashing that dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's gone the opposite direction, and they're just like, yeah, I I want to wear. <laughs> pants like a fucking what's his name from my love lucy fred merman yeah. <laughs> yeah. all the way up to my tits yeah. Yeah. that's the new style they really don't give a fuck like when i see billy eilish i'm just like you just don't give a fuck yeah 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 just baggy clothes like baggy just weird just nothing that you would actually wear but you wear it to fancy places you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's the new dressing up like, if I wore that, people would think I'm just, like, a heroin addict from Philly. <laughs> I'm like, man, this guy found his clothes. Yeah. Giant like, puffy jacket. Yeah. A I feel visor. Like all those <laughs> yeah. Are just thrift store. It's just a thrift store era of just people going in and being like, hey, all this stuff is old. All this stuff is 90s. Sick. But it's yeah, the any, worst anything shit. Anything baby like, blue. Yeah. It's like they're buying clearance at TJ Maxx. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're new stuff that are featured like that. Seems like it would have been made by Fat Farm. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. All right. Like it. Um, all right. Yeah. So today is episode 63 of the podcast. Uh, today is my mix. And the title of this mix is Does He Have a Point? Does he? Does he? Does he have a point? <laughs> This is a an interesting conversation amongst uh, a god amongst men. Some might say, <laughs> <laughs> a man that refuses to go down on his wife. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Sick move. <laughs> but he's he's very open about how he refuses to do that. Um, power move. He also uh, at one point was out jet skiing um, and got lost. Yeah. And use Snapchat to get home. <laughs> yep. Wait, this is a thing? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh. Damn. He got lost in, like, the harbor off of, like, Florida or something like that. And uh, used Snapchat to try to get in touch with his wife to be able to find him because he got lost out there. <laughs> She's like, you going down? Nuh-uh. Then you're on your yeah. own. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you going to eat this pussy. you not coming home. Just yeah. keep on driving straight. You'll find us. <laughs> You'll find land. Which is crazy. A man getting lost on a jet ski um, in, in the, the ocean yeah. uh, also owns a $26 million house in Miami. Um, <laughs> so there's also, that. he used Snapchat, <laughs> whereas, like, you have a phone, obviously. <laughs> you could call someone. Why did Snapchat come into play here? Yeah. I don't get it. It's like people that talk on speakerphone in public. It's like, you're... Doing it wrong. Like, <laughs> you don't need to do that, you know? Uh, did you know that they, uh, uh, the birth of their first child was live on Snapchat? Weird. 
<laughs> somebody else did something like that too. It was like on Instagram. Yeah, somebody we know filmed it and uh, put it yeah. on there. Okay, that's but not famous. No, not famous. Yeah, that was that. But that it, was just it, Bob like, down the street. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> like guys, check out your Snapchat story. Just my neighbor at a barbecue just <laughs> asking if I want to see a video. <laughs> hold on, hold on. This is the good part. <laughs> it's not safe for work, but it's pretty fucking cool if you ask me. No, they did. They put it on there, but it was like it was filmed really well, and uh, I actually like. I would be usually against people putting that on social media just so brazenly, but it was done in a way that I was like, "Oh, this is tasteful and like kind of nice." Mm-hmm. So nah, I'll allow it. Had yeah. its ups you know, and downs. I'm the Instagram know. police when it comes down <laughs> to it, so I'll allow this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like the history of making this mix was like a month and a half to two months ago. Um, I, I think that we were like talking before the podcast and we were like talking shit on DJ Khaled. And then I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I've actually never really listened to DJ Khaled. (laughs) (laughs) I just know the catchphrase. Yep. And, uh, and then listening to him, I found out that he has multiple catchphrases, which I didn't know about. Um, but yeah, I took a deep dive on him just to try to like understand like, cause he's massive. He's yeah. a, uh, I mean, he's a large gentleman, but he's also yeah. very big in music and pop yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know how long he had been around. I didn't know the history behind him. So I decided to take a deep dive on DJ Khaled. Um, popped, uh, found some stuff that I enjoyed listening to. Now I am biased when I make this mix because I am doing it primarily to work out too. Um, yeah. so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how else to listen to DJ Khaled, uh, honestly, listening yeah. to more of his stuff. Um, but uh, honestly, it was weird because I made this mix literally the week before Donda came out. And it was funny that Donda came out and Certified Lover Boy came out. And I think DJ Khaled is an interesting conversation in the lexicon of like, these are the biggest guys in hip hop. Because mm-hmm. like Kanye does the Kanye thing but he's not necessarily the best rapper yeah and Drake does the Drake thing and he's not the best rapper yeah and DJ Khaled does the DJ Khaled thing and I don't know what that is yeah <laughs> he might not even be the best DJ Khaled now no. we the first song on here we do have some bars from DJ Khaled I don't know if you guys caught are that are they are they bars <laughs> a bar does that count does that count as a bar i don't know if he's i i would be curious if uh bar for bar how dj Khaled would stand up against kanye oh (laughs) with lines like uh was it uh left the fridge open someone took a sandwich (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean that's that's he's just relating to the everyman (laughs) he's like i'm huge i gotta talk about this yeah Um, so yeah, there's a lot to talk about here with DJ Khaled. Um, first, before we get into the mix itself, what is your guys' established relationship with Khaled Khaled? Well, I'm glad that you made me listen to him because <laughs> I would have never listened to him on my own. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I am familiar with him as an entity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't... 
I don't know if I've heard any songs by him except for maybe something that was on the radio where he just yelled his name in the beginning. <laughs> and then he turned it instantly. And then I turned it off. <laughs> that's it. So I'm I'm glad that uh, I was forced to listen to it for yeah. two whole weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I I don't like I just know that he is like his personality is bigger than what he does musically. Mm-hmm. That's always my, been my perception of him, and it still is. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, so you gave us this title last week, or you know. Last recording. Yeah. And we kind of opened it up, and I was kind of sad because I have a DJ Khaled mix. No. Yes. Are you serious? Dang it. I literally thought of it like like two, three months ago, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to do another one, but I'm going to do the joke that I have for DJ Khaled. As like the title. So, well, well, Devin's heard this joke. Uh, What is DJ Khaled's favorite number? Hmm. I don't remember. But so another the answer one? one is it's eleven because it's another one. Oh, that's so I was going to play with that, and I was like, all right, DJ Khaled. So I literally went through his. I just pushed play on all his hits, and I was like, right, I've heard it, heard it, heard it. I was like, okay, I've heard a lot of DJ Khaled songs. So I just added the ones that I was like, I kind of like that, kind of like that, and then I kind of put it in the back burner and never looked back to it. Oh, so, so then funny. you did it, and I was like. Ah, oh, he has other songs that I haven't heard. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't heard any of these. It's just literally his hits. I mean, you know, you, you have like pop star and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's Drake. But it's like all the other ones, it's like, you know, everyone I've heard, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've heard that hit. I've heard that hit. I've yeah. heard that hit. So, But it's one of those where it's just one of those that I wanted to go more into because mm-hmm. I knew it would probably piss off you two. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to do something with this. But I never looked back at it for well, like, you know, for a month or two. It's funny because, like, I don't know what musically, like, the sound of DJ Khaled, because I tried to pick, like, five songs that, like, kind of sound different, but honestly, they all sound the same. Yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) And there's, like, a a style of hip-hop that I couldn't stand from the 2000s that somehow he's, like, cleaned it up. And made it like palatable for me <laughs> in the last decade for some yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that Devin's sound is. Saying that with cringing, yeah, He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, so okay, so I know y'all have made fun of me just regarding other things too before in the past. You know, you have your 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 intro, you have your hook, you have your chorus, you have your verse, and then like mm-hmm. that's the song, right? He does that. He has that. He's like, here's your hook. Catchy yeah. thing that everyone can sing. So these songs, if you're like, RJ, did you like them? I'm like, I didn't hate them. Yeah. But they're catchy songs. Like, they're perfect for, like, going to the gym, to working out, because you have everything. You can hum the melody with it. You can keep on going. Be like, ooh, it's, you know, constantly. And, oh, he yelled something in the background, probably his catchphrase. Yeah. Okay, yeah <laughs> cool. And it, it kind of keeps you going. So, you know, he has the hits. Like, he has but, that model. What's funny is, like, l- taking a dive on him and, like, listening to so much Kanye recently, it's like... He really, and the difference is like pretty major, but he's really, to me, doing what Kanye did, if that makes any sense. Like, Kanye was able to make these songs that like sound like other popular songs at the time, but also make them sound way better. I don't know what that is about Kanye to be able to do that, but like the major difference is, is that Kanye is one person doing it. And from what I understand, DJ Khaled has like a team of like ten people. 
Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, he does, sometimes he does this and sometimes he does that. And then he has like a team of people that he was worked with for like 15, 20 years now that like it takes that team in order to make these quality of songs where at one point it was just Kanye. So that means there's at least nine other people that can do his job and he is not necessary. Well, he's the, he's, he's the guy where the buck stops. And so that's like a that's an interesting conversation as to like what what does it matter? You know what I mean? Like if the final decision is left up to him and he's making the final decision and then you look at the output of like the hundreds of millions of downloads on his songs and how much he's worth, he's very much doing the right thing. <laughs> and sure. so like I don't know how much is that weighted you know what i mean yeah well music is an interesting art form in that sense where you know like in some ways if you if you pulled everybody in the world and asked them like their opinion it seems like popularity and money would be at the top of the list of things to accomplish with your artistry Mm -hmm. whereas with like painting or something like modern day artists aren't necessarily searching for fame and fame, money right. as well or as much as just putting out good art that they appreciate and i know that there was um well i also don't think dj Khaled is tortured no <laughs> that's why it's like it's an interesting like field like compared to other types of art yeah so i think it was andy warhol when he started doing all that pop art stuff actually had people reproducing his art like he had like a factory mm. to make paintings mm-hmm. so he had a collective of people that he would release paintings under his name but it was really done by other people mm. technically yeah. but with his vision in mind and it's like are you are you getting the full experience like what are you looking for from that artist yeah like well, can it be conveyed by somebody else and approved by you know the manager essentially exactly or do you want it to come straight from the source you know? And like honestly, so like Hans Zimmer has been doing this for like seven or eight years now, where he has like a team of underlings that help him create compose his music for hmm. films, and he's one of the biggest composers for the last decade. A huge, you know. But the thing is, is that like anytime I hear a Hans Zimmer score, I recognize it immediately. Yeah, even though he has a team of people behind him, and the same thing goes with like listening to so much Khaled, it's like I, I can instantly hear a DJ Khaled song now. Yeah, like, I know who he is. I know yep. where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah, so there's probably at least three or four people on it, <laughs> or nine. Yeah. He just has a a template, and he just literally go. He has all his like minions that do the work for him. And he just sits in his mansion, and he's just like, all right, so my, you guys are going to put it together, and then you're going to give it to me, and I'm going to listen to it, and I'll be like, you know, yay or nay. And he's like, the requirements are you have to have the pew, pew, pew noise. Yeah. Okay, you got to have me catchphrase one, which catchphrase one, it's another one. Yeah, okay, cool. Which catchphrase two, that has to be towards the middle, yeah. and then it just got to be a banger, and it's got to have some cool people. I do gotta have think- synth that sounds like fucking lasers. <laughs> I'm going to be out on my jet ski. I might not be back for a couple of days and get lost out there, but, you know, hit me up on Snapchat if y'all need anything. I do think he's slightly more, slightly more complicated. <laughs> and I only say that because when you look at a lot of his records and you look at a lot of the songs on there, 
he does a really good job on putting people on songs that shouldn't go together. Hmm. And like, so like I was explaining to Sean Myers uh, that there's a DJ Khaled song that's on here. Right. And I was just like, would I, would you believe that there is a DJ Khaled song that is pretty decent that has Meek Mill and Jay-Z? And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm no. like, exactly. And like when you do listen to more of his stuff and you look at the the different features that he has together, sometimes it shouldn't work. Like some of the Justin Bieber songs, I'm just like, this shouldn't work at all. Like there's a Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper song. And I'm like, this kind of works. Then, then you hear them <laughs> and, you that, you hear them and you're like, like okay. Like a lot of his songs, you're like, yeah. okay, that kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> I might be in for that Biebs Chance the Rapper song. <laughs> I almost put a Chance song on here, um, but it was – uh, I think I did put one song from that record. Yeah, the uh, the the four song on here is from that record. I think, mm-hmm. uh, which that's just like songs for his son. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So Chance has like two songs on there, but they're kind of corny. They're like so corny Chance. That yeah. album, the fourth song is songs for his son. I don't for know DJ if, Khaled's son. <laughs> I don't know if Cardi this. B wrote the lyrics. <laughs> My pussy is a gift for his son. <laughs> Wait, you put a bow on it. Yeah. Yeah, put a bow on it. My pussy's a gift. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I know that a lot of the songs are okay, for his son. <laughs> Not all of them, maybe. Maybe. I just love that when people are like, this is dedicated to my grandma. Okay. <laughs> fucking and sucking and fucking and sucking and fucking. And I'm like, really? What happens if the grandma lived that life? Um, maybe. My maybe. grandma did. Yeah, see, right. see, yeah. dedicated to the grandmas. Yeah. Different yeah. strokes for different folks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was excited for you guys. I mean, to technically, listen. all of our grandmas lived that life in in a way, or else we wouldn't be here. You know. Hmm. I mean, you don't know that. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was excited for you guys. I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear that RJ had already started listening to DJ Khaled yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I was just excited for you guys to listen to him, to kind of get your guys' takes on some of these songs, because some of these songs are pretty interesting uh, for what he's doing. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that we can all agree that your guys' least favorite song is the first song. That's what I'm okay. going to go with, that both of your guys', mine, mine included, at least favorite song, first song. Okay. okay. Now I'm going to say, Devin, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say your favorite song is three. And okay. RJ, I'm going to say your favorite song is two. Okay. Right. And DJ favorite Khaled. artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into this. We got Khaled Muhammad Khaled, uh, <laughs> American DJ, record executive, and record producer. Um, Khaled first gained prominence as a radio host in the 1990s on the radio station 99 Jams with a Z, and translated his popularity by working with Terror Squad as DJ for their live performances. After gaining production credits on the group's material, Khaled released his debut studio album, Listen, with three N's, dot, dot, dot. The album in 2006, which earned gold certification. Uh, He followed it with We the Best in 2007, which contained the top 20 single, I'm So Hood, his subsequent two releases, We Global 2008 and Victory from 2010, were released after he founded the record label We The Best Music Group. Both albums charted in the top 10 
on the U.S. Billboard 200, with the latter containing the single All I Do Is Win, which eventually certified triple platinum. That's what it is. Oh, I know that song. <laughs> all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Something, something. That's all I know. Um, what is uh, great about DJ Khaled is the how he names things. Um, if you take we the best music, <laughs> well, just we'll get into like each of the albums that these songs come from, and just his naming of things is very, I would say, childlike. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> colors cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of uh, interesting thought process, I would say, behind it. But no. Uh, so his fifth studio album, "We the Best Forever" from 2011, also saw similar commercial success and helped bring Khaled to international prominence, as it featured the song "I'm on One," which was his first top ten hit. His sixth and seventh albums, uh, Kiss the Ring and Suffering from Success, charted in the top 10 on the Billboard 200. And his eighth studio album, I Changed a Lot, peaked at number 12. Uh, in two, two, 2015 and 2016, Khaled gained worldwide attention as a media personality due to his activity on social media. This foresaw the release of his ninth studio album, Major Key, which gained critical and commercial success. Uh, was certified gold and received a Grammy nomination for Best Rap Album. Uh, he released his 10th studio album, Grateful, in 2017, which contained the singles I'm the One and Wild Thoughts. Um, and outside of music, Khaled has gained success as a writer with his book, The Keys, featuring on the New York bestseller list. He's also featured as an actor, appearing in Spies in Disguise and Bad Boys for Life. Um, and I also know that he bought a whole gated community in Los Angeles. What? So, <laughs> so he's a bit of a real estate mogul as well. Is he renting it out or is he just like, this is mine now? <laughs> I could see either one. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't see him renting it out. I don't no, see him being don't. smart enough to be like, I need to fix these problems and then collect rent. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, all right, so that's some background on DJ Khaled. Uh, he uh, gave the start to one of my favorite uh, rappers, Lil Wayne, helped him out, as well as some other people. Um, and yeah, does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. He does make beats. He is a producer. He does add content to songs. He is a rapper, which we found out on this first track that we'll get into. <laughs> Um, he definitely makes noises with his mouth. <laughs> uh, all right. So first song on this mix, does he have a point, is Welcome to My Hood, the remix um, off of We the Best Forever from 2011. It's the 12th track on the album coming in at a crisp 7 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh, Welcome to My Hood is the first single from uh, DJ Khaled's fifth album. Uh, the song features American rappers Rick Ross, Plies, Lil Wayne on the verses, and American singer T-Pain on the chorus. That's the original version. Uh, the album also contains the remix of the song featuring Luda, Busta Rhymes, Nevada, Twista, Birdman, Ace Hood, Fat Joe, The Game, Jadakiss, Bun B, and Waka Flocka Flank. Bun B. <laughs> Uh, the song is Khaled's first single to be produced by the Renegades and DJ Nasty and LVM. Uh, 
It was released for a digital download in the United States in 2011. Uh, featured artist T-Pain was referred to the song as a successor to Khaled's 2007 song, I'm So Hood, uh, which featured Rick Ross, Plies, and Trick Daddy. Um, uh, as the remix for Khaled's previous song, All I Do Is Win, Khaled himself raps on a verse of Welcome to My Hood. Um, as the official music video, a behind-the-scenes video to Welcome to My Hood was released uh, in April of that year. Uh, so yeah, so when I was taking the dive on DJ Khaled, I heard the original version of Welcome to My Hood, and I was like, this song kind of sucks. I like Lil Wayne, but it's not very good. And then I was scrolling down into the album, and I think this is the last track on the album, and I was like, wait a second. There's a, a remix. remix. <laughs> and then I saw it, and I was like, we got Luda? We got Busta? <laughs> and I was like, it's seven minutes. <laughs> Did you see that? And you're like, well, I do like Ignition Remix, so I might like this remix. Oh, I just, like, I listened to it for the first time, and I was just like, it's bizarre to me that this song exists. Like, that there's a DJ Khaled song that has all of these people featured on it as a remix that's seven minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Not in, I don't even know if this got radio play or not. It's like, I doubt it. What are these people doing this for? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, he's he's because uh, this came out in 2011, and he had worked with Luda. He had worked with all these people before, so of course yeah. uh, he decided to do what he does best, which is put like seven people on one thing and see what happens. I don't know if there's another song that features the game and Mavado. You know what I mean? Well. Okay, so the first one, or the original, is just mm-hmm. Rick Ross, Plies. Yeah. Plies. Plies. Um, Lil Wayne and T-Pain, mm-hmm. who are, oh, I guess T-Pain's on the remix. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same verse. Uh, but I, I know that <laughs> uh, <Okay>. Khaled's <laughs> verse that he does on the remix is Rick Ross's verse from the original. I mean, they're basically the same person. <laughs> so I'm fine with that. But what I'm getting at is this remix, I'm pretty sure, and this is going to be a through line throughout all of these songs. I imagine the way DJ Khaled operates is sort of along a uh, paint-by-numbers scheme as far as making beats, uh-huh. where he just kind of like, Re, like contacts artists and I'm like, hey, I got lots of people that like me on social media. You want to do a verse for me? Mm-hmm. And he collects verses. He just hoards these verses, <laughs> you know. And he has these verses put to no music. Oh, you or think maybe the a basic beat come and first? I think so. I think he collects verses and then he puts a beat to it that's not necessarily like catered to that verse. But maybe sometimes, like in the case of Drake, cater towards that artist or whatnot. Mm. But most of the time, just a basic beat that you would hear on, like, uh, what's that morning show, like Sway in the Morning, the, oh, the yeah. Bars of Death? For the freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Like, much like that, where he just puts a basic beat to it and then adds some other little little accoutrements to it. And uh, that's how he makes these songs. So the remix, I have a feeling, was no extra work. Than making the original song. Well, it's because he already longer. had the verses. <laughs> it's three minutes longer. So he just like, just layered yeah, just, it. He just <laughs> held down his finger on Fruity Loops for a little bit longer. Yeah. 
Like he just made the uh, beat longer. FL in, Studio. F, sorry, FL Studio. <laughs> there was an issue with that. Now yeah. the, the transitions between each artist is different from the original. So there's like some minutia, okay. some like okay. little little bits here and there. I am curious. I I think that in the last five years, he knows exactly. He like I think he has the songs put together before even contacting the people. Yes. I think he's like, all right, so the baby's really big, little baby's really big, and um, yeah, Post Malone's really big. So we're gonna make a Post Malone little baby the baby song, and that's yep. gonna be here, and it's gonna sound like this, and then, and then someone's like, but we haven't asked them that. He's like, it's fine. They're, they'll they'll say yes. Like as soon because as they're like DJ Khaled's <laughs> on the phone. They're like, yeah, yeah I'm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much? Right. Oh, how much? How much money? Cool. <laughs> yeah, sure. Talk to my agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he does make the beats beforehand and maybe it is kind of catered towards it because like the drake one does sound like similar to that style beat but and this one sounds similar to what you would hear from some of these artists like t-pain and Ludacris. yeah you know it sounds like that era like you were saying that 2000s rap that you can't stand like the fabulous the Mm bobs it sounds like a beat from them yeah it's like because i don't know what RJ? You, you're the expert here. Ludacris is prime. Like, what year is that? This is 2006, oh, 2011. This came out, I think. Yeah, but when this is like out. prime Luda? Uh, he would have been. I think Chicken and Beer came out like 2006, so it was earlier. Yeah, no, so, it was. It's probably think, earlier than I that. I think that was Chicken and school. Beer would have been like a it was post high school. Yeah, that. So, so that okay. that's his like second or third. His first album is the one that he. I uh, got famous okay. off of. That's his Cadillac Fuse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this, uh, that was his like second or third album. So it would have been like early 2000s. Yeah, so yeah. this is almost a decade later, and this sounds like Prime Luda. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no argument here. Yeah. It sounds like it. I don't. So, like, again, this is the best thing for me about features mm-hmm. is that I know they're short and I can digest them. Yeah. Meaning that, like, this is my favorite Ludacris song, RJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds like a Luda beat, and it sounds like Luda going hard for, like, a really short amount of time. <laughs> yep. That's, like, the only time I like Busta Rhymes is on the old A Tribe Called Quest songs. Yeah. Like, before he was really Busta Rhymes. I'm like, I like him in small doses mm-hmm. on other people's songs that I think are cool. I don't think any of Buster Rhymes' songs are cool. <laughs> and I don't think he is cool. But he adds something to it on other people's good songs, you know? Now, I was curious for you guys, and I, I asked this the other week to you guys, but, like, I was curious to know, like, if you if you could point him out, maybe you couldn't, like, who is your favorite feature on this song? Because mm. for me, it is Busta. It might be Busta. I don't have to rhyme no more. <laughs> <laughs> might be Busta or Twista. Yeah, Twista is great. But it's he's not also as fast. No, and it's also like he is a gimmick, also, mm. just like T Pain is. Like I just, and I respect T Pain because he's a talented musician, not on recording, but. He had this whole thing where he did like a tiny desk concert and really wanted to prove like, hey, I know I like fucked up by using auto tune. <laughs> yeah, which they made a really I can good sing. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I have a voice. I can yeah. make noises that sound better than that. But there's a cool documentary that just came out on uh, music on 
uh, Netflix recently, mm. and they had an episode about autotune, and it was basically exclusively about T Pain <laughs> and how like um, what's his name, fucking one of the dudes that he was friends with, one of the major guys, like not Cisco, but oh fuck, that like basically confronted him on a plane is like you kind of fucked up music, didn't you? Oh yeah, you know like confronting him saying like you really just made untalented people not have to know how to sing mm-hmm. and they can become famous yeah so he really like carried a lot of that burden and then did this whole thing on npr was like yeah i can actually sing and he's talented so i give him respect and whatnot but he is a gimmick and twist is a gimmick and buster rhymes is a little bit more serious because he's from that 90s era mm-hmm but still a little like gimmicky with you know like I'm the fast rapper right but maybe Whatever. the gimmick is the new artist the new artist yeah the, the new thing so now they have to be like I need to be the extra gimmick in order to present myself as a real artist I mean oh, they that's have... actually kind of true like Lil Nas X is a gimmick yeah you for know? sure Dub Baby is a gimmick that, that's how they DJ sell Khaled is a gimmick yeah Eminem yeah. came out as a gimmick <laughs> yeah for sure that is what always catches on in the mainstream and that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was talking about between artistry and commercial success like there's a there's a weird gray area when it comes to like music and acting and like film and stuff where it's like commercial success you don't necessarily have to sacrifice artistry but a lot of times you do and you a lot of times replace that with a gimmick or nowadays like social media presence yeah that's that's so interesting like because that basically I can explain to anyone now why Kendrick Lamar is my favorite. Yeah. Meaning that, yeah. like, I love Kanye, but Kanye does have a gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the Jesus stuff has been a gimmick. And before that, his comedy that he would throw into his music, like, it was kind of a gimmick, you know? Yeah. And Drake, certified lover boy. Like, he is full on on this gimmick at this point. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, for the for like the big three, the arguably the three biggest artists in hip hop, like that's why I love Kendrick because he doesn't have anything. He's just purely great. For sure. Yeah. And like that's the interesting thing about Billie Eilish, like we were talking about that mm. the other week, where people are trying to make her a gimmick. Yeah. You know, people are trying to say, like, oh, this is her like goth style with her green hair and like crazy clothes and stuff, and she wears baggy clothes because of men's perceptions of her and whatnot. And like, Mm -hmm. she's like, no, I'm doing what I want when I want. And I'm making the music that I want. And it seems like that came through on her last album. I don't know if it's like commercially successful or not. Yeah. I really hope it does well commercially because I love that album, but people are trying to make a gimmick out of her because that's really the only way that they can understand things or keep things relevant. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's, with society in general that's doing it to her or the record labels that are really just like pushing out stuff like pay attention, pay attention. Like, yeah. It's just easier to market them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of that, I, I hate seeing a lot of that stuff in music, but um, you know, like Taylor Swift had that at the beginning and then I ended up listening to some of her later music and learning to like it. So yeah, it's, it's not like an absolute that everybody that has that gimmick, I'm always going to hate. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. so who's your favorite for a song? I'd say probably say Buster Rhymes. Yeah. RJ? Or Twista. <laughs> <laughs> Please say Mavado. 
RJ. No. <laughs> so I know who that is? He's the um, really slow one. Well, first I was mad at Buster Rhymes because he kind of ended it, and I think I enjoyed his verse. I was like, I just wanted to keep like, keep on going, just keep on going. I enjoyed it. Um, and then Ludacris is just Ludacris. But then I was like, I kind of like the games because he mentions Eminem. Yeah, he does. So I was like, I don't know. And he kind of had his, you know, the game. It was the game. But I was like, I think it would go be uh, Buster Rhymes. I enjoyed him. M- Did you catch Eminem gets recognized, gets talked about in another song on here? No, I did not notice that. Yeah, and the third song, he gets talked about it as well. I mean, what's that lyric? I heard something about it, but I don't remember. Uh, I didn't hear it in this first one. In the third song, when we get to it, but it is from Jay Z, and he says that you guys all let DMX die and let Eminem live. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so before we go too far on this one, I know we kind of touch bases on it. The first unremixed version of it. Um, I think on this one they say, um, like, fly like a G6. This is the remix or something mm. like that, right? Yeah. The other one is they outside playing hopscotch. Everyone knows this is the hot spot. <laughs> where, are you hi- where are you hanging out, guys? <laughs> are you in front of the high school again or, like, the junior high? <laughs> we playing skip pit. Yeah, they're out there being kids. This is the cool. This is, this is where the parents hang out. There's only like so many combination of words. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I was like, like okay, <laughs> no. So then I saw that. Like literally going into this, I was just like, ooh, this one has Little Wayne and like you know the, the red like uh, what was it the Plies guy? And I was like, why didn't Mike put this one on? <laughs> so then I listened to it. I was like, oh, this is kind of terrible. Yeah, it's not. Good. I was like, I don't like this one. <laughs> like the, the verses. Eh. It's insane. Uh, I'm assuming Devin didn't listen to it. It's insane, Devin, that this version of the song this is one's better. So much better. So much better. Really? This is yeah. like literally a ten out of ten, and then that one would have been like a four out yeah. of ten. Wow. <laughs> and it's what's funny is every time I listen to it because I listen to this mix every day, every because I go to the gym and it's how I start my workout. And yeah. like every time I listen to this song, it the same exact thing happens to me where it's like. I think it's Bun B or Walk a Flock of Flame. It's like the last two verses. And I'm like, oh, man, this song's really dragging on. And then it ends. Like, it's the same combination in my head every time where I'm just like, I'm listening to it. I'm just like, oh, the song's kind of dragging on at this point. And then the song's over, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I've had enough. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the last few, I had to look at the artist and – the last few I just don't even have any recollection of, except for Waka Flocka. Like, yeah, I remember Busta Rhymes and Twista, and yeah, I would uh, say Birdman, Ace Hood, and Fat Joe yeah. kind of all blend. Yep. The game stands out to me. Jadakiss stands out. But I thought Jadakiss was the Birdman. Yeah, <laughs> the Bird Boy. Well, Birdman, he has the uh, one with the other guy, and then they, they have Little Wayne. Yeah. Wait, this isn't Michael Keaton's Birdman? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I forgot the other guy, but they had, like, I think they called Big Timers or something like that. And it was, mm. like, Birdman and somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, like, Birdman was, like, the producer. And he, like, he's like, hey, I got this, like, 16-year-old kid named Lil Wayne. That's so still fly? That's something like that. We and still I, fly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, but literally, bum, 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 I love how Devin knows bum, bum, that. Bum, bum, like, bum, he'll bum, be bum. like, yo, is that fabulous? <laughs> I don't know. Long era, Devin. Did he secretly in the 2000s. all of this. But yeah, he no, knows. I just I've done a lot of coke <laughs> in the 2000s, and it sounds good when you're on coke. 
Honestly, literally, that is that song. He's 100% right. Um, but literally, I think he, like, like that was, like, his introduction from, like, the Cash Money Millionaires and, like, little, little, oh, I forgot, not little Romeo, but his dad, Master P. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, little Wayne blew up in that, and then, like, Birdman's like, hey, come on to my wing. I'll teach you. Come on to my wing. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so anywhere wings. you go into, like, the early 2000s, and you well, see Superman Birdman and little Wayne just on the track. <laughs> And I don't think Little Wayne's even like featured. He's just like you know, he's the guy rapping in the background. Yeah, that was before his wheezy. Yeah, before he has his name, like he made a name for himself. Yeah, yeah. before he's the greatest rapper. <laughs> yeah, still Mike doesn't put it as second song greatest one. rapper. Well, cause it's he's just, <laughs> okay. It's I'm just, just, a, it's just <laughs> you wouldn't understand unless you listen to it. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on from "Welcome to My Hood," uh, which is honestly. That's a great name for a, a remixed song that has like eight people in it. Yeah, you know it is a good name yeah. for what it. What right, it's hold doing. on, hold on, hold on. Ludacris is uh, getting more gums than a what did, what did you say <laughs> than a baby picture? More, more gums than a baby picture? Yeah, he, his lyric was uh, um, Luda getting head more gums oh, yeah. than a baby picture. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Come on, and then yeah. he and also maybe says some racially insensitive Asian jokes. Yeah, hurry up and buy. That's in oh, my yeah. notes too, dude. No, but Koreans are racist against black people, so that's just them retaliating. This is 2011. Yeah, he just says Asians. He doesn't say Koreans specifically. Yeah. yeah, but like Mexicans call all Asians chinos, which means Chinese. People just don't know, nor do they care. Yeah. No, so literally, when the guys at my work, uh, the delivery guy comes in, and he's just like. He's like, oh, he was training a new guy. He's like, oh, look at these guys are your Filipino brothers, and the other guy's like, I'm Korean. Ah! <laughs> I laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. I'm like, got him. And then like the, the our delivery driver's like, no, 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 no. So like, you know, you know, it's like when you call us like Mexican, and like you know, I'm like, you don't have to. Just, it's okay. Just walk like, away. Shut up, Mexican. Walk away. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Get out. He's like, no, Chino, I don't know no racist. I was like, just drop off my like carrots and go. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so moving on, uh, we've got Pop Star, uh, which this is the 2020 single. Um, it's the same version that's on Khaled Khaled. Um, it's three minutes and 20 seconds. Um, Pop Star is a song featuring Canadian rapper Drake. Um, it was released in July 2020 simultaneously with their own other collaboration, Grease, um, as the dual lead singles from Khaled's 12th studio album, Khaled Khaled. Uh, both songs were produced by frequent Drake collaborator Oz. It marked the sixth and seventh collaborations between Khaled and Drake and their first since 2017's To The Max. The mid-tempo pop star sees Drake boasting about being the pop star of the generation. The song proved to be more successful than Grease, debuting at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and number one on Drake's native uh, in Drake's native Canada. Uh, Which doesn't mean shit. <laughs> Go win a fucking Juno or see who cares. Khaled <laughs> uh, flew Drake's hometown Toronto. Dr- flew to Drake's hometown Toronto where they spent time together in the studio in June he teased a Drake collaboration on his Instagram captioning various posts with emojis of a key and owl uh, the mascots uh, mascot of Drake's OVO label um, producer Oz created the beat in 2019 uh, then used a loop by German production duo David 
uh, X Eli to take the track to the next level. The reggae-tinged song contains moody production with a hard, woozy beat. Uh, Drake's tight syllables include lyrics about vacationing on the tropical island Turks and Cacaos. Uh, Turks and Caicos. <laughs> uh, which he also referred on the songs Omerta and Pain, 1993. He also boasts about his statu- status as the pop star of the generation while name-dropping Scooter Braun, Rihanna, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, David Foster, and Justin Bieber. Um, and then... Uh, no, it's not on here. But this was... I think they like came together on this right around the time that Drake's... Uh, uh, he's making Tootsie Slide and the dark demo stuff. Um, but yeah. So I had not heard this song before taking the dive on uh, Khaled, DJ Khaled. Um, I know it's a very large song, but I just hadn't heard it before. And uh, I like listened to it a couple weeks before Certified Lover Boy came out. And this song is like fascinating to me as to why people don't bring up more in the context of Drake because he is not a rapper anymore. I don't know when he stopped being a rapper, but the song is very clear that he's a pop star and yeah. that he's a very specific type of pop star and he should not be named in the conversation as to biggest hip-hop albums yeah i don't know if he was ever really a rapper i mean like, he's he a make good a case rapper for, like, yeah like there's some songs on the uh if you're reading this it's too late mm-hmm. that that one seemed more rap heavy but i feel like everything i've heard before that and after that is not rap it's the way that when post malone came out we assumed that he was a rapper because he was a white guy with face tattoos. Yeah. I mean, and he was rapping. <laughs> but now In he's comparison doing to what he does now. He was yeah, 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 yeah. True. Yeah. But like now it's something completely different. That is kind of the same deal with Drake. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a pop star. He's gigantic. I would say like I don't, I don't know – the conversation to this, but like Kanye is on his own thing. He's Kanye. He's very unique and special, but like from what I understand in like popular music it re- and like from hip hop transcending into other areas, it seems like to me it went from Eminem to Drake. I mm. don't know if there's anything in between there. That's like as big as what Eminem was and as big as what Drake is because Eminem, I would argue is a pop star even though he does a lot of dirty, mischievous things. Like, I would yeah. argue he's a pop star. He's not, like, I I, I, I mean, he makes hip-hop albums, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when did pop music really come around? What is technically pop music other than just, like, now it is really a, a category, but I feel like it was usually referred to um, musicians that were at the head of the mainstream. You know, well, it was a big in. I mean, maybe top of your head, but I know in the '90s you had your pop music, the boy bands. Yeah, in the '80s, did they have pop music? Yeah, it was the hair metal bands. So yeah. it, it's just the popular the music so at the time. The, yeah, exactly. So I think it kind of but, changes. It's not really a static musical style. Yeah. Other rather than you know a like a, a persona, I guess. Yeah, it's like, a, some type yeah. of sensation. 
that's happened, yeah. right? Like Michael Jackson was a sensation; he's a pop idol. Mm-hmm. Madonna was a sensation. It's they have whatever extra factor that makes them outside of the realm of their music that they're supposed to be in. Yeah, you know. And Drake is that, and like so, like I'm just annoyed when people talk about him in the case of hip hop because I'm just like listening to Drake. He's a pop star. He says yeah. it in the song a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll say that like this is for Drake bars this is one of my favorite Drake songs it's not one of my uh-huh. favorite Drake songs in the context of like what I like to hear from Drake but I can really really appreciate his rapping in this song alright Mike sense. does this make you feel better he's not hip hop he's hip hop <laughs> <laughs> sure there you go you can have that yeah. did you say hip Pop, hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Sound exactly the it same to me. Yeah. It's because you've eaten too many chips. You <laughs> have a belly full of chips right now. Very different than kids' bop. Oh, yeah, yeah, very. <laughs> he could, you know, easily segue into that. I mean, Tuesday slide could be a kids' oh, that's, bop. That's true. <laughs> oh my goodness, they yeah. probably have that. Yeah. Either way, I'm going slide. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I really like the beat of the song. Um, I and it's funny that the guy, the producer that has worked with Drake a bunch, made the song with DJ Khaled, which is why it sounds like a Drake song. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't sound yeah. like a, it. It has a DJ Khaled element to it, but it, like this song could just be on a Drake album, and it just sounds like a Drake song. I want to know exactly what Khaled did on this. <laughs> you know, if you're bringing in somebody else to make the beat, and he's obviously. Like Drake's obviously rapping on it. Yeah. What did you do? Do you think Drake made everything? Like he had his producers come and make it and everything. And he's like that. And he's like, I want to sell like an extra million records. DJ Khaled, you just want to yell stuff on it? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, it could be that like Drake had, because it says that the beat was made in 2019. And then that guy took some German stuff and made it different um, when they were working on the song. But it could have been that like Drake could have already been working on the song. And then Kala stepped in and be like, how much can I buy this to be on my album? Yeah. <laughs> or he could have had the beat. Khaled could have made the beat in 2019. And then the German producer guy, Oz or something, mm-hmm. just changed it up. And I was like, well, you're just changing up my beat, so it's my song. But mm-hmm. yeah, you could rap on it, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you feel towards it, Devin? Um. To me, it sounded like a bad Drake song. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The um, the beat mostly. Well, one lyric caught me off guard many times, and I just had to look it up as you're reading through the the shout outs that he does. Yeah. And it's the one um, says, uh, "If we talk in joints, it's just me and David Foster." Yeah. I thought he was talking about David Foster Wallace, the author. <laughs> yeah. And it was just rattling around my head for two weeks. Like, what the <laughs> fuck does he mean by that? He's just rocking a bandana. Yeah. I was like, what? what? Like, this has got glasses, long hair, all the yeah. with a bandana. Just being all existential. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Different David Foster. Different David Foster. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, lyrically, like it sounded like a Drake song, but the beat just sounded like it was done poorly. Like, really? 
Yeah, it sounded like a Drake song that I wouldn't like on one of his albums. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like the pop. Like, uh, most Drake albums have yeah. at least a pop song on there. Yep. That's like a big pop song. This yeah. would be that song. Yeah, it sounds like the single. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it. I liked it more than the first one. <laughs> it, was a, it was a step up. Uh, and I did get excited when I heard Drake on it. And there was... A, and just Drake. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just Drake on this one? Yeah, yeah. just Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the... I can't remember if it was this one or the next one, but the hook I didn't really like. I, it might be the next one, actually. Mm-hmm. might be Lion. But, yeah, I got excited when I heard that... Or when I saw that Drake was on it, then I heard him come in, and then it was just kind of lackluster for... Like, it didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just mostly because of the beat. Yeah. You know, I really like how simple the beat is. It's just constant the whole time. Yeah. Well, all, all of these Khaled beats are just a loop. It's just like a, uh, for the most the part. The last song is not. Uh, Holy. Holy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one. And then there's a part in, uh, there's a part in the next song that is, not just a loop, but basically they just took out part of the song and yeah. played the rest of the loop <laughs> just so this fat fucking rap over it and make it sound palatable. Be nice to Rick Ross. <laughs> you don't know I'm talking about Rick Ross? He's lost oh, weight. You're talking about French Montana? <laughs> I, I might be talking about somebody else completely. Okay. You never know. Has anybody seen Rick Ross? He lost a lot of weight. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, how do you feel towards Bob Star? All right, so... I've heard the song before, and it, it's one of those where it's like, this is this is the Drake song, right? And then the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, this song is catchy. Like, the hook, it's going to be one of those where it's like, you know, it, 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 it's catchy. He starts you can the like, song hum- by saying, bitches. Yeah, you can, you can kind of <laughs> hum the melody. But then eventually, after listening to it over and over again, I just... It's like as like Devin was saying, it was like it's one of those where I'm like, it's a Drake song. Yeah. And that's all I latched onto. I'm like, it's not like one of those where I'm like, oh, it's Drake, fuck yes. It's it's like, um, it's Drake. Yeah. And Which is I, most of Drake songs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But there's yeah, some yeah, yes. that like, ironic like Legend. <laughs> Legend is an obvious, like popular song or popular yeah. sounding song, but I don't get tired of that one. It's kind of well, like a, it falls into the guilty pleasure category for me because I'm like, I acknowledge that this is like a kind of a dumb song. You know, it's very popular. Yeah. And if I'm caught listening to it, I'm going to look like a fool, <laughs> but I won't listen to it at full volume. Yeah. Well, that was one of the reasons why on the first hip hop mix that I made when I put nice for what on there, the Drake song, like that song is so different from most of his stuff. Yeah. 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 Stands out. Yeah. But he has this like rhyme scheme sometimes that it kind of just, I noticed with listening to his album going through it. And I think I went through, I still haven't listened to the whole thing. You haven't I, became a boy lover yet. Oh, I think I, you know, <laughs> I think I listened to like six, seven songs and I was like, he does this thing with his rhyme scheme where he emphasizes the last like word. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what that that irritates me the way that he does it. <laughs> and it, it's like this one too, where he's just like, I'm drinking a drink and I want another one. And I was like, 
I was like, oh, that just irrit that line. It's Travis it Scott's Jamba Juice. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Ba-da-da-dum-ba Jamba Juice. And I'm like, he's emphasizing it. No, 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 Jamba Juice. And I was just like, I don't know. It, it like if people were like, are you a fan of Drake? I was like, I can tolerate him. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. all right. He knows what he's doing. He sells millions of albums, and then it's just like he does a good job. But this song was especially, mind you, the first song I found it so much more enjoyable. Because there was so much going on, everybody brought their unique style to it. Versus, yeah. uh, this is a Drake song. Yeah. I don't like that argument though that he sells millions of albums. In when He's you when you're like, I feel like I have to acknowledge that. You know, like I get why you do it, but I hear that a lot with just music, movies. It's like, well, how many? Uh, like, what's the score on Rotten Tomatoes? You know, like. See, that How many me... albums did they sell? It's like that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, really. So that's our that's mine and yours personality difference. Mm-hmm. To where like the reason why I made this mix is because that makes me interested. Like I want to know. Mm-hmm. Like I need yes. to know. I want to know. Well, why? it's like your um, Devin. Yeah. It's like your um, your your Bay Area like San Jose mix. You're like these people. Like literally, it has millions yeah, yeah. of views. You're just like, hey, why? <laughs> yeah, but those are like musicians i've never heard of before yeah and the amount of views that they have or plays that they have i was like i feel like i should have heard these with have the amount them. of plays but i get what you're saying too mike about like just you want to know why somebody likes them so much yeah. and with guys like this i feel like i know i feel like i get why people like it and i get the people that do like it and that's where it ends with me but i really need to like because I've opened my mind to other popular things before in the past, and I've like ended up really liking stuff that I never thought I would. Yeah. Um, well, what but- I've what I found with doing this podcast is like when it comes to like big deep dives on things, I know I can find something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I just know at this point that if it's something that's like not, I would go out of my way two years to go to listen to. Mm-hmm. I know if I just take my time with it, I can find enjoyable stuff there. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. it'll lead you to something else that you might like also. Right, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, my favorite version of Drake is is this song, but the problem is is that like my favorite version of Drake is when you're listening to an album of his and you've got six or seven songs that just all work really well together. And he's talking about emotional things, and it has, like, a really good flow in his record. Like, this song, to me, feels like one of those songs that should be placed in the middle of, like, a six to seven song grouping where it would work really well. Yes, yes. It's, it's interesting to me that this is a, like, this is a very, very popular song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, to how simple it is, and it's just, like, the same beat over and over again, and Drake doesn't really change his pattern at all and he's yeah. just like doing it the whole for four minutes yeah. it's like kind of insane to me <laughs> yeah 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 at it least is one of his like least um creative songs because like we were saying before he's like a pop star basically yeah so he does there's some element of songwriting compared to just rappers that will just lay down bars mm-hmm. you know like there's some element of songwriting that he has that he puts into the music that makes it different, makes it stand out, and makes it good most of the time. But I feel like that was missing in this, where it was just very direct, and there was really no like 
I guess there was kind of catchiness. There was a small hook with the pop star stuff, but yeah, it's so slight. Yeah, yeah. but it's really just the same thing the whole time, which is every Lil Nas X song that has <laughs> yeah. been coming out. Like I tried the song to structure of this. Oh, I was not interested. I don't. I, I'll listen to it because I want to know yeah. what's going on. But I've listened to like every one of his singles that came out ever since people apparently started taking him seriously, which I thought he was a joke. When Old Town Road came out, right? The gimmicks because fifth graders they're all, like they're all gimmicks, <laughs> like <laughs> sells albums. Like my friend has a, a a kid that was in I think like fifth grade at the time, and we went on this like Girl Scout trip and they played it on the speaker and all of the kids went fucking crazy and I was like, <laughs> so this is like Weird Al, like this is just no parody bro, music. This is, this is Cisco. This is yeah. Bong Song. I don't know. What were we listening to in fifth grade? Thong song. Like, no, Eiffel 65, blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was that. And then everybody's like, no, nah, Lil Nas X, he's a cultural icon. Like, why? Because he's being he's, provocative? Yeah, exactly. Or because of his music? It's because of the, the Madonna thing. So does he need the music? No. Then Madonna's get rid of it and see what happens. It's terrible. But it's interesting because she has like crosses a on fire. Yeah, it's not. A good oh, song. <laughs> it's a great her song. Acting is so Touched much better for than the very her first time. Music. Her ex-husband's directing is so much better than her I music. Mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's her ex. Yeah, I don't think they're together anymore. Dude, I just watched The Gentleman the other night. So good. So good. Yeah, great. Oh, I want to see fuck. his new movie. Uh, the Mike Macbeth one. No, uh, it's coming out with a Macbeth one. It was called like or wait, the, no, the that's, wrong man or Yeah, remember. that's right. Yeah. Macbeth do, one is the Cohen brothers. Yeah, had to had Jason Statham in it, whereas uh something with uh yeah. money trucks. I can't remember. These people yeah. took my trucks. <laughs> got all my money in it. <laughs> I'm gonna get these trucks back. It's just Fast and the Furious. <laughs> with money trucks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and crank. Oh. Um, all right, so moving on from Drake here, uh, we've got "They Don't Love You No More." Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the album, I changed a lot from 2015. Uh, it's the track ten on the album, four minutes eleven seconds. Uh, "They Don't Love You No More" uh, by DJ Khaled, released as the first single from his eighth studio album. The song features guest appearances from Jay Z, Meek Mill, Rick Ross, and French Montana. The hip-hop song's production was handled by OVO Sound's Mike Zombie. Uh, in 2014, DJ Khaled announced in an interview with MTV that Jay-Z will be featured on his new single. The interview was noted due to Khaled cursing, gesturing, and tossing the microphone on the floor in an effort to convey the importance and impact of the music he has coming this summer. Uh, a few hours after that, he released a single, They Don't Love You No More, also featuring frequent collaborators uh, Rick Ross, Meek Mill, and French Montana. Uh, a remix was released featuring Remy Ma and French Montana on the hook still. Um, so I love Meek Mill. Um, and so uh, there's a couple of different Meek Mill songs that I was looking at that uh, DJ Khaled has. Um, I really like this one because of just the way Meek Mill comes in. It's just he's very aggressive. Uh, just naturally, yeah. <laughs> and I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But then when it gets to Jay Z, I just thought that this was like the most Jay Z entering a verse I'd ever heard. 
<laughs> okay. When he comes in, when he's like, you don't have love for me, my... I can't say the word. <laughs> my fella? <laughs> you don't have love for me? <laughs> um, and, like, I honestly... Jay-Z has some verses on different stuff that I actually really like. And I'm not a Jay-Z fan. I'm a big Watch the Throne fan. But, like, Jay-Z has some songs with Drake that are really good. I don't like the one on Certified Loverboy. Uh, he has, obviously, songs with Kanye that are really good. And, like, when I hear Jay-Z featured on some stuff, I don't mind him as much. And I really don't mind him on this song at all. Uh, and then I thought it was fascinating that you could have a song with Meek Mill, Rick Ross, French Montana, and Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, I really like when, as soon as that beat comes in, when Meek Mill really starts hitting it, oh, I get so pumped. And then, like, I don't mind the Jay-Z stuff. Um, I think it's pretty good, actually, considering it's Jay-Z and I don't love Jay-Z. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you guys react to the song? Um... I liked it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. As soon as Meek Mill came in, the beat didn't bother me on this one. Yeah. It it could have been like I feel like in Meek Mill songs that I've heard before, his beats are better. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm looking for that, I'm gonna go to Meek Mill. Yeah. I'm not gonna go to this guy. <laughs> so that being said, I really liked it, like all of his verses on there. And I think when it got to like who's first, Jay Z or Rick Ross? Uh, Rick Ross. Is. Rick Ross. Yeah, when he got to Rick Ross and the beat just dropped and didn't come back in, and it sounded so lazy, and he had nothing to say at all. He lost weight. Great. Super good for him. And I don't, his, What is your hate for Rick Ross? Where does this stem from? Oh, he's a bitch-ass punk. That's where it comes from. He stole the name of Freeway Ricky Ross. He was a fucking prison guard in Florida. He, he was a fucking cop. Rick Ross was a cop and decided, oh, I want to be a badass and get these tattoos and rap about selling drugs. And sh- You never sold drugs. You've locked up the fucking people that sold drugs. <laughs> so, Just a okay. fat piece okay. of shit. So, way too much time no, 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 to learn no, no, about so. Rick Ross. So, oh, no. It was one YouTube video. So Devin watches these videos, and I'm just asleep on the couch. And then he's like, hey, hey, starts throwing a pillow at me. And he'll be like, hey, did you know... Fucking Rick Ross is a fucking cop. And I'm like, what? You're like, no, wake up, wake up. Here, here's a beer. Here's a beer. Smoke this joint. We're going to watch this video about music theory and pop songs. You're going to learn about polyrhythms and And you're going to love it. What's going on? Rick Ross is a cop. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he sucks. He doesn't do anything. His music sucks. His whole life sucks. His personality sucks. He's just, he's a garbage person. And, um, I mean, he's basically DJ Khaled to me because all he does is say Maybach music and then does nothing. The way DJ Khaled I mean, says raps, another though. one. I mean, does he? <laughs> he sounds very hefty. Yeah, when he's it rapping. sounded like they're like, he's like, can you turn down the beat a little bit? Because I can't speak any louder than this. I'm not standing up to rap. Yeah. I'm sitting. On the floor. I'm laying, <laughs> laying down. Yeah. I'm laying down. Can you bring the mic down? I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> so, yeah, that verse came in and then it just completely dropped off for me. And then when Jay Z's verse came in, I was like, I feel like you really phoned it in on this Jay Z. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think this is like perfect Jay Z. He laughs. <sighs>, <laughs>, <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
I, I feel like he just wasn't saying stuff except for the N-word a bunch. No, he's, he's talking about how people don't love him, just like DJ Khaled. Because you got to think, like, yeah. this is 2015. So, like, this is, like, when Beyonce is becoming Beyonce. And Jay-Z's taking the back seat, and people don't respect him anymore. And he says, I like the line of being like, you guys let DMX die and Eminem live. Which is <laughs> a legitimate line. Yeah. That- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, see, Rick Ross just talks about cars and shit. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't, he has nothing to say in this, and he doesn't even say it interestingly. Like... There's rappers that have nothing to say. Like, Future has nothing to say most of the time, but he says it interesting, so I'll listen. I mean, like, he talks about having a mask off. I just fucked your bitch in my Gucci flip flops. <laughs> like, if Rick Ross rapped that, I'd be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I never want Gucci flip flops. And when Future says that, I'm like, I kind of want to wear some Gucci flip flops. I might fuck I, some bitches. If you could be Rick Ross, you would. No. Yes, you would. <laughs> oh, no. I'd never be that. That snitch, <laughs> prison guard, bitch. Nah, I think me. All right, <laughs> James. Um, so this song, I'm gonna say it got me. I didn't. I I don't work out, but it got me so hyped. I love this song. <laughs> um, Meek Mill came on. I was like, damn. He's so did you work fucking out? good. No, no, I no, I, I mentally. Okay. <laughs> it bothers me that people don't like Sean Myers. Can't stand Meek Mill. No, like this what? came out, and yeah. then I went through Meek Mill's like you know top hits. And I was like, I like Meek Mill. Yeah, I was he's like, so goddamn sick. good. I was like, I love like he's he's talented. He he brought so much energy into this, and then Rick Ross. I was just like, you know what? You do that, you cop. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the support for cops that I'm hearing from you guys. And then Jay Z came out, and I was like, you know what? I've had some good and bad. I I listened to a lot of um, you know. The blueprint and all this prior albums, like his first three, four albums, and I was like, "All right, Jay Z's, I can, I, I like him because he was kind of associated with Kanye West. I think that's how I listened to more of him because I listened to Kanye, yeah. Common, Talib Kweli, all that stuff. So I was like, "Yeah, he's he works, Shytown, Shytown," <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, "He works," and I and I enjoy his stuff. Some of his pop stuff, I was like, I could have done you know with that. Some of those. Why do they call it Shy Town? They're not that shy. <laughs> They're outgoing. Like They're Kanye, outgoing people. Kanye yeah. will tell you he's Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. But I'm I was like, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's not shy. That's extroverted. That's true. Yeah. But no, I like this whole song. I was like, it's. I loved it in the middle because, like, after the Drake one, I was just like, ah, Drake. And yeah. then this one came on, I was like, fuck. Yes, it's gonna piss off Devin. <laughs> it's funny what part? That the just slow, Rick Ross. The slowed down Rick Ross part, I think, worked really well in the song <laughs> oh, because it's it was so phenomenal. heavy with Meek Mill, and then it just like slows down into Rick Ross, and then it picks back up into Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this. I would prefer it if it started off with Rick Ross being a lazy fat fuck, <laughs> and then Jay Z could come in and be like, "You don't love me no more." Inward, 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 and then Meek Mill comes in and finishes it off. Bro, he goes. That'd be great. Ah! You like that order? Song. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love that. Much prefer that. Or just Meek Mill. I'll just listen to Meek Mill. Tell ya. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sean says he just yells when he raps, and I say, I don't. That might be true, but I love it. 
So has he ever listened to Death Grips? <laughs> no. <laughs> has he ever listened to DMX? <laughs> Wait, has he? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that guy literally barks. <laughs> Has he oh. not listened to Death Grips? No, he has. He just okay. Listened to Did you yeah. know uh, Devin informed me that DMX was in a movie? Oh, yeah, it's a Fast and the Furious knockoff, <laughs> and it came on autoplay the other night. I oh, to tell I know you. what you're talking about. I might watch it. Yeah, it looks I pretty totally fucking know what cool. You're talking about. I remember that I was like on Amazon on Prime one time, yep. and it was sitting there. I was like. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's got the Fast and Furious riding, because a car, and the It didn't DMX. come out that long ago either, I don't think. No, it was pretty new. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I picked it up halfway through when I woke up, and it was terrible. So I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on here to <laughs> Wish Wish. Uh, all right. So this song, Wish Wish, is from Father Assad. Uh, it's track number two, coming at three minutes and 22 seconds. Uh, this features Cardi B and British rapper 21 Savage. Uh, taken from Calis. British? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We've already, I've had, tw- I had 21 Savage on another mix. We talked to, he's British. Wait, he was still British? Yeah, still. <laughs> he didn't just convert? It's <laughs> not like being Jewish? <laughs> Um, it was released uh, in 2019 as track two on its parent album. The song marked the second time each artist had worked with another. Their first being Cardi B and 21 Savage on Bardier Cardi. Um, uh, Carl Lemaire of Billboard noted that the song established 21 Savage as a go-to feature and that his appearance is met with unmatched wit. Thomas Hobbs of NME complimented producer Tay Keith, who consistently takes the aesthetic of John Carpenter horror scores and translates it into hood anthems, while noting Cardi B and 21 Savage both make an art form out of gross brags. Um, Yeah, so I fucking love this song. And part of the reason is because of that line right there, that... uh, I don't know who Tay Keith is, but I want to listen to more of his stuff. Is that Cardi B's producer? I have no idea. But the line of constantly takes the aesthetic of John Carpenter horror scores and translates them into hood anthems. That is this beat. Yeah. And I fucking love it. And Cardi B, Cardi B is, she's, she's great. Like I, I've listened to a lot of 21 Savage stuff over the last couple months and in this song in particular, and I like 21 Savage. I'm not in love with them, but I like him. To me, Cardi just fucking wipes the floor with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, his his verse on it is fine, but it's like, I listen to it, and every time it gets to him, I'm just like, let's just get back to Cardi, bro. Let's just get back to Cardi. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I fucking love this beat. It's, like, creepy and haunting, and Cardi B is awesome on it. It's like perfect for her. She has that line about if the, the bitches had dicks, they probably couldn't get it hard or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. If I had a dick, bitches wouldn't even get it hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love this song. Uh, it's, it's, it might be my favorite song on the mix just because I get excited every time it comes on. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you guys feel towards it? RJ? So, going into this mix, I listened to it at work, and okay, a couple things I forgot to mention in the beginning. Um, one of the coworkers I was I played this for and kind of gave him the background of like when I do a podcast, 
They're just like, you know, I don't think we need any more podcasts about DJ Khaled. <laughs> right? There's lots of them. Did you say we do a podcast only on DJ Khaled? No, I was like, I do a podcast of music. I'm doing uh, a podcast or a mixtape based on DJ Khaled. And that's when she threw that at me. <laughs> so then this other thing, I was She's just like, wrong. oh, I, I agree with her. I, I was talking about Cardi B. And one of my coworkers is like, I don't know who Cardi B is. Oh, shit. So I was like, so I was just like, well, she does that one song. It's a very popular one called WAP. And he's just like, who wants WAP? <laughs> so I played it for him. You so bitch. literally the, re- the rest of the day, oh, the you rest know of the day today, pussy is? <laughs> he kept on using that. You gay, in, bro? In context. <laughs> like. Like, he kept on using that in context of stuff at work because he's like, you know, I'll make that coffee for a WAP. And I was like, stop, <laughs> stop using that. That's awesome. He's like, he's like, also a racial slur for Italians. <laughs> yeah, you should probably tell him that before <laughs> an Italian walks so, in. So, so, you know, like, I got your coffee, you WAP. So, so, so Devin, <laughs> you dirty fucking WAP. <laughs> so, Devin, you know, uh, the, the Kyle racial that I work slurs? With. Yes. So, Kyle that I work with, yeah. I taught him aloe verga. So, he's literally like, I got a. Burrito, Alavera. I was like, you can't Alavera. yell that up front because yeah. it's technically like a, a bad slang. And he's just like, eh, "Wop." And I'm like, stop saying that. Stop walking around saying that. Yeah, but if you were in Mexico and you didn't understand any language, and then all of a sudden somebody just goes, "Motherfucker," you just be like, "I get that." Yeah, you get true. happy. So yeah. then he started doing walk by um. Uh, Pantera. So he's like, dun, 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 wop. <laughs> <laughs> just like, can you stop? I would go love like, hearing a Pantera version of. Wop. I thought about this and I was like, <laughs> would <laughs> Pantera <laughs> do this? Big. Dick. But um, yeah. So this song, uh, I'm gonna say that I think it would have should have just been Cardi B, and I would have liked it that much more. Yeah. I think she did a phenomenal job. The beat's fantastic, but the other guy kind of ruined the song. Yeah, he's fine. He's not great. I was like, you could have stayed off, and I would have been like, girl, just bring it, and I, I would have loved it. Yeah, It would have been fantastic, but I think he kind of ruined the verse, or just the whole song. But no, it was a great song besides that. Yeah. I, I love the energy. I love her just being like, I'm going to bring it, and I'm like, oh, you, but you, you should. Hell yeah. Um, literally, if you look on Spotify... For like the background story of this, literally DJ Khaled was just like, "Hey, they're like she probably wouldn't jump on a track with you." So he's like, "Okay, I'll get her to jump on a track with me." <laughs> That's what it says like on the notes, and this song came about. That's awesome, Devin. Um, yeah, I liked uh, I liked Cardi B's parts of it. I have never listened to a Cardi B song before, mm-hmm. but I'm just familiar with her personality. You know what? I do, I know the essence of WAP. I know what WAP means, um, both the slur and the <laughs> female song. Um, That's a male empowerment song. I don't know what you're talking about. But but they, this ladies ladies sing. <laughs> but uh, this was basically the first Cardi B song that I've heard. Start that I can remember. Yeah. 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 And. She reminds me of Nicki Minaj, where I kind of wrote her off in the beginning, mm. and I really like respect what she does because she does it in an inter- in interesting way. She has a cool delivery yeah. to all of her lines. I would listen to more Cardi B after hearing this. Now, 
we're talking about 21 Savage. I did not like any part of what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. It's, it's especially funny. after coming after Cardi B, it sounded like a dude that was so little- fucking like in like non-con uh, non uh, uh fuck. He sounds like a little boy. He sounds like a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so not confident in what he is doing. Yeah. Like he sounds like a guy that would show up to a freestyle unprepared <laughs> and then also doesn't know how to rap. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's just saying words and not even like it, it rhymes, I guess. Yeah. And that's it. Have you heard a song a lot? No. I hate that song. I hate it. It's probably like if I can pick like the top 10 songs, that's probably on there. But it, literally, I don't know the whole words for it. Uh, Mike, have you heard it? I don't think so. So it's literally a lot. Yeah, literally, he's just like his same tone, but he's just like, "How much money I make? A lot. How I have heard that. I have? A lot. How many cars do I have? A lot." And I'm like, "Okay, I get it. I can stop saying." And he says it the whole fucking song. That's right? what he has to do. That's. Oh, I've heard yeah. this song actually, and I was I'm so irritated yeah. with the song, and I was like, I hate the song. Yeah. Everyone time the youth listen to yeah. it, I was just like, yeah. ah, yeah. ah. Yeah. 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 ready? Like the beat, <laughs> the beat nine out of ten. How much money you got? How much money you got? How much you got? Tell me, tell me. Skrilla. How much money you got? A lot. How many problems you got? A lot. How many people that doubted a lot? Left you out to ride. I think I would just take the beat. He can stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mind this song. That one's not bad. Yeah, no, it's, it's not bad. It's his verse in that his delivery song between these so two. Bad. Yeah, his, yeah, the delivery between that song and this song, it's different. Yes. Like, this song, he does not seem like he wants to be there. Exactly. <laughs> That's the feeling I get from it, yeah. where it's just like like he showed up on picture day and didn't do his hair, you know? Yeah. Like, he's just unprepared. Yeah, his, yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know what happened on this verse, because like his verse on that J. Cole song on the newer record is so fucking good. I was going to say I like him on the J. Cole one. Yeah. So it's just like I don't I don't know what happened with this song. I had no idea he was British. Yeah, he doesn't. I have, love British rap. He, well, he doesn't have that inflection uh-uh. that you normally get with the Brits. Get it? Yeah. Sounds so much cooler. <laughs> it's the worst. Fuck. You should learn it. <laughs> I can't stand it. You don't like Skepta? No. <laughs> oh, I could do it for like a second, and that's oh, it. So. I love Skepta. Um. But yeah, but I song. even though. Fucking hard, <laughs> hard, bruv. No, I don't believe them. Uh, <laughs> I know I can't take British people seriously when they're like, nah. "Yeah, we have ghettos and stuff. <laughs> like, we've got these real rough and tumble neighborhoods. Like, you don't have guns. Yeah, it's like you see, like, again. Even the criminals don't have guns. Over that there, guy's bro. like, oh, I'm super hard. I'm just like yeah. DMX. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> I smoke weed mixed with tobacco. I'm hard. I wear Adidas track suits. Yeah, I don't know if I've said this to you guys before, but uh, and it's not like everyone has their thing. And my thing is that I can't. I don't. 
if it's it's bad to say, but like if a woman has a British accent, I'm out. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, well. and I'm sorry, and like I I like. Boston accents are cool. Australian accents are cool. Boston accent on a girl, though, no. I don't mind it. Oh, Long rough. Island, I don't mind at all. There's something about a British accent on a woman where I'm just like instantly, I'm just like nails on the chalkboard. It's some, yeah, some British for me, but on the opposite, Australian is the best accent. I don't know about the best. For me. Yeah. Besides like Afghanistan. That's my that's my that's my number one. Yeah, I'm actually fond of just neither one of us talking. (laughs) So I'm fine with anything. As long as you don't talk and I don't talk, we're good. (laughs) We look at each other and we're just like, oh, we're getting food. Like I see it, you want food? Let's go to this random place that we think of and I just drive to. I think you might want an Afghanistan life. (laughs) (laughs) Just somebody that doesn't speak English. Like it's golden. <laughs> That's how you find your models. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like just look at them and be like, "Do you like, not you? speak English? <laughs> Good. Do you know how to shut your fucking mouth for like twenty minutes? Like in I didn't my even say you know, anything. Like in my thing, it's like ten words or less. <laughs> you just failed the test, bitch. You opened your fucking mouth. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so I still like even though the Twenty One Savage to me isn't great, I still love this song, and I still put it on there. So um, I think I was uh, the other song I would consider. There's a Nicki Minaj and Alicia Keys song, I believe. Ooh. It's pretty good. Nice. Um, but okay, so let's get to the last song here. We got Holy Key Holy Key <laughs> from the album Major Key. Uh, from 2016, track number four, four minutes and 41 seconds. Uh, Holy Key it features uh, features Big Sean, Kendrick Lamar, and Betty Wright. Um, uh, it was released in 2016 by We the Best Music Group. Uh, whilst in the process of recording Holy Key, Khaled told Sean, "Yo, this record, I don't want no rules, no regulations. I don't want no regular song structure." I want you to just go bad. Catch the Holy Ghost and just, this is your chance to split them, spit them bars. Even though you spit them all the time. <laughs> Big, this is a special one. We're going to do it on. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle approached Kendrick Lamar about doing a feature on the song at a basketball game in L.A., they were both attending. Uh, Lamar responded to the idea of a possible collaboration. No doubt, Khaled, I love what you're doing right now. I love how you're inspiring the world and the kids with your music. Send it through. Khaled was hesitant to send the song immediately as he wanted to make sure it was right. It was the right record. Uh, and with Lamar's schedule being so busy, Khaled feared the record not being done on time. Lamar's verse was sent two days after Khaled spoke to him. Uh, in the days uh, leading up to the release of Holy Key, DJ Khaled went on Snapchat to teased and teased by yelling, I won, did the Kendrick vocals get here yet? And that Kendrick would have the most talked about verse on the album. Um, yeah, so, of course, when I'm doing my deep dive, I'm like, holy fuck, there's a Kendrick Lamar song on a DJ Khaled album. Uh, because I didn't know that that existed. I did not think that Kendrick Lamar would be like, yeah, I'll do a verse on a DJ Khaled song. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit surprising. 
He doesn't seem. He doesn't strike me as the guy that does that, especially in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. is in between. This is between. I think Dan comes out in 2017, right? So this post is like, pimp a butterfly. Yeah, and I think Dan's 2017. So this is like right in prime, prime mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, but again. Uh, after doing all my Kendrick Lamar deep dives, and I think I teased last week that like my next four mixes or five mixes all have Kendrick Lamar on them, um, <laughs> that he just it's just he just does what he does so brilliantly, and can take a, a mediocre song or a song that I don't really care about, and then suddenly just make it great to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I honestly, I put this song on here as well, not knowing uh, his weird quote to Big Sean about making it so different. But like the song structurally caught me off guard the first time I heard it um, because I was not expecting the way that the chorus comes in for the first time. Yeah. Um, to how, yeah, just how it comes in because it comes out of nowhere seemingly. Mm. And it kind of has like a weird gospel element to it. And then again, there's like, I've listened to so many Kendrick features that a lot of people do the same exact thing for a Kendrick feature. And it's so smart, which is before Kendrick comes in, the music drops. Mm-hmm. It's It just drops. And then suddenly you hear Kendrick come in. And it's it's on so many different features of him. And it is so smart because there's nothing else that you should do. Yeah, like <laughs> just drop the music and just let him do his thing. <laughs> Especially with fucking DJ Khaled, like you're at a ten the whole time. Yeah, it's like, we gotta scale it back to at least like a four. Yeah, <laughs> and let Kendrick ramp up the rest of the shit. Yeah, like, seriously, that's what he does. That's what he's good at. Yeah, you know. And uh, I'm not familiar with Betty Wright, but I really like her on this song. I haven't look- listened to anything else from her, but like her voice yeah. sounds really good. Um, and yeah, I did like the way. Again, it kind of sounds like a Kanye thing to me of uh, being able to do like a really poppy thing into this weird gospel chorus. Yeah. Um, yeah. How'd you guys feel through the song? I looked up that Betty Wright um, just because I didn't know if, for sure if that's who was singing the chorus or if it was a sample or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't look too far into it, but on Spotify, she has albums dating back to like the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, shit. So she's just kind of an established musician, I guess, that hmm. did a verse for the song. Kind of an interesting pull. That's cool. Which I, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, instead of pulling a sample. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I thought that was interesting. Um, Kendrick's verse, uh, or verses, I guess it's just one long verse. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was good. The beat, I, I did not like the beat to the whole song. And it didn't for me. It didn't fit with the hook for the chorus that I really liked. Yeah, of that the lady singing. But I wish there was something more Kanye about it because mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a really good fit with Kanye style beat that hook for the chorus and then Kendrick. Like yeah. that's that's gold, you know. Um, yeah, basically just the beat. I didn't really, I didn't really like. I felt like there was just too much going on with it mm. you know and the thing where he said like he sent the verse in two days that makes me wonder if he had heard the beat before or if he's just like i'm gonna you know no, i think do this to a click i think he's just that good 
Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I really do think he's just that good at what he does. Yeah. Because he has, like, listening to so much of his different shit, it's like, he has, like, six or seven different types of Kendrick Lamar. And, like, yeah. this one, he does a type where he gets kind of high-pitched, and he's, like, going he's kind warble. of fast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which he doesn't, like, sometimes he does out-of-breath Kendrick Lamar. Sometimes he just does, like, kind of slow Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Sometimes he, like, speeds it up. He's got that, that all my life, I want money and power. Like, that yeah. high-pitched, kind yeah. of, like, whiny one. Um, yeah. My, my dick is as big as an Alpha Tower. You yeah. fuck the whole world for yeah, 72, 72 hours. Goddamn <laughs> Um Yeah, I liked his verses on it. He was cool. He was like the saving grace for the song. Big yeah, Sean, I don't give a fuck about Big Sean ever. <laughs> and I never will, especially after listening to this. I don't care who you are, Big Sean. Go away. Do you have you have you so I have like no relation to most of these people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Rick Ross, I have no relation to him. Yeah. Big Sean, I got no relation to him. Um I guess T Pain, I, I don't have a relationship to him. Walk a flock of flame. <laughs> Jada Kiss. Yeah, yeah Waka Flocka. Uh, Waka Flocka, I don't know anything about. I know that he. Is he the one with the crazy eye? Who's don't the one know. with the crazy yeah, eye? I think that's him. Waka Flocka's got yeah, crazy eye. Fake eye or whatever. No. It's uh Are you going to come my way? <laughs> Fuck, who is that? What's it do with the crazy eye? Fetty Wop. Fetty Wop. <laughs> yeah. Fetty Wop. And, uh,. All these dudes came out, and I, I just they all passed me by. Um, Jada Kiss, I only know because somebody stole her car when I was in like eighth grade, and You're all they left. Different eras now. Yeah, Jada Kiss is nineties. Yeah, yeah. The first time I heard Jada Kiss, somebody stole our car, and all they left in it was a basketball and a Jada Kiss <laughs> CD in the CD player, and we got it back. And then we turned on the car, and Jada Kiss was playing. I was like, "That's cool." All right. <laughs> Free CD. Drake has that song. Jadakiss is back. <laughs> That's about my car coming back. <laughs> we named the car Jadakiss after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But Big Sean, I'll, all I know about him is that he like confronted Kanye or something. For, like he hassled him until he gave him a record contract. He heckled him. And he heckled him <laughs> outside the record studio. See, this is the stuff I love that I don't know anything about. Okay. Because like Sean, Sean is because he thinks it's essential for hip hop to understand the cultural dynamics within hip hop, mm. and like I just don't give a fuck about any of it. So is like he a I don't have Sean fan. No, but like he okay. just thinks it's important knowing who said what to this person and why they said it to that person and mm. why they did this on that record. I get that. There's a whole like culture behind it, yeah. like a whole. Uh, storyline behind all of it exactly it's kind of cool to follow it's like um, wrestling it is like yeah it's like wrestling but <laughs> but, but people at the same die. time yeah <laughs> sometimes people die i think yeah. everybody's just waiting to see who the next tupac's gonna be honestly like who's gonna be the next tupac and biggie kodak black was in the hospital for getting shot really yeah this past week so never heard one of his songs yeah i'm not a big fan yeah he's got some cool hair though he does. I've seen his hair. <laughs> He's got crazy eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of looks like Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. He's got her hair. <laughs> uh, RJ, how do you feel towards this song? So, Big Sean, I for my Detroit mix that I made, he's from actually Detroit. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
and I listened to probably like 20 songs, and I'm like, ah, you're not going to fit very well on my mix. And I tried really hard because I was just like, who are like the big artists? And Big Sean and, you know, kept on popping up. Yeah. And I was like, I cannot fit him. I'm not feeling his style. He's like a very laid back, lazy rapper. Like you know, nothing, like he can find you can rap. That's fine, but it was very like laid back, and it just it irritated me the way he was presenting himself. And he, I mean, he has some songs. He has one with that Nipsey Hustle on there, which I, you know, I, yeah. I love Nipsey Hustle, yeah. and it's a good song. It's a good song. But I was just like, you know, this. I was just like your verse. Ah, I was like, I, I don't, I don't. It kind of was just slow. And then Kendrick, as like you said, it kind of saved it. I was like, all right, you, I appreciate that. The beat. Was very okay. Take them out and throw Ludacris on there, and that would be a Ludo uh, beat with that because it was very like 808, like sound of like just the bass going do 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 whatever. And then it just kind of that's very ludicrous. And I was like, the beat could have been saved for him. Um, <laughs> mad that Ludo missed out on track. Yeah, if if Mike would have been track one and track five, boom, I'm out of it. Luda, and then twist it where it's actually just a Luda mix, and it's not even DJ Khaled anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I there's like, enough Luda DJ Khaled songs to do that. Probably, probably. Uh, I haven't. I, I don't even know the top. DJ of my Khaled head. ever featured on a Luda track? <laughs> Drop some fucking fire bars on a Luda track. But but I mean overall like Big Sean you're all right the the beat it's okay I mean it, it fits it as a DJ Khaled beat it's just one of those where it's just like it, it kind of brings you in the chorus brings you in. I did like her, uh, the, the Betty White one that was cool you just say Big Sean sucks just tell just tell Big Sean <laughs> that he fucking sucks you don't like him you tr- listen to thirty songs and you said you don't like any of it and you said that he was a lazy rapper just tell him so you don't fucking like I, him I wanted to use him really well. Or the really bad for that Detroit mm-hmm. one because he has his album called like Welcome to Detroit. And I was like, damn it. But it's like dedicated to Detroit mm-hmm. and I can't use you. Um but yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Big Sean. Just say it because he sucks. Because he sucks at what he does. <laughs> Tell him. Because he's a cop. <sighs> oh, that's Rick Ross. My bad. All right. But I, I enjoyed Kendrick. Kendrick did a great job on there. He did have his like, you know, his Kendrick where he's like, I'm gonna go a little breathy but a little higher pitch because I mean what I'm saying. Yeah. Um kind of like as Devin said, I, I was curious about uh just as far as apparently they make the verse before they hear the beat. Or DJ Khaled literally could have been like, Here, here's the beat. I've had this in my catalog for the longest time, and then he's like, Cool, I wrote it something to it i imagine he just sends them like a generic stripped down version of the beat like these are going to be the beats of the beat it's just like i don't think he did that with kendrick oh yeah and this one sounds more engineered yeah yeah Uh, one of my only complaints about kendrick is is like one of his his lines where it's like dj khaled is valid and i've been waiting for this inspiration yeah and he lost like, all hey, respect for him right there. Speaking the truth. <laughs> I was like, you could have done that without DJ Khaled. Yeah. I was like, you know, you've... You Look, know. DJ Khaled does a specific thing very well. What is that thing? a large audience, pew, 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 pew. makes a lot of money, <laughs> and does something that he fills a void that no one else is doing. Laser synth. At a high level. <laughs> and that people like. <laughs> so Look. the... Kendrick respects that. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Did he invent Puerto Rican that. horns? 
I'm pretty sure those Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I mean, Khaled. Like, I think he should have twisted it around and threw credit to himself versus DJ yeah. Khaled. And I would have so blessed to be that. on this track with myself, K Dot. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, perfect. That's, that, you nailed this song. It's great. It starts talking about TDE. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, homies, Absol, <laughs> Schoolboy Q. But, uh, but I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a good track. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, guys, look. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun music, and I'm not a fun music guy. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that this week. <laughs> I don't like to me. Out of all the mixes, I think out of all the mixes that I've made, I don't know about all the mixes that we've done. No, definitely not all the mixes that we've done. I think for all the mixes that I've made, this is for me absolutely windows up. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I will, I, oh. I'm at the gym. Yep. I'm working out hard to it. I'm getting Got some pumped. tight headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want any sound leaking out. Of <laughs> I'm just saying, Cardi B, that beat bumped like crazy on my subs. Oh, I bet. And I was like, I'm going to turn you down a little bit. Just a little bit. Because, like, when you see a guy listening to WAP, just kind of, you know, you're like, okay, I'm not, you do you, guy. You do you. Yeah. By no means yeah. am I going to, someone's going to say, oh, you like music? I'm like, yeah, I'm just like a huge DJ Khaled fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> but in in his discography, I can find stuff that I can jam to. And it's funny. I didn't even realize I did this with this mix. But, like, all of these songs are singles, technically. I know the first one's a remix. But it's, it's a remix of a single. Um, hmm. So, like, I don't know why that happened. Because there is absolutely DJ Khaled songs that I sifted through that are utter dog shit. Yeah. Um, but I was able to find some gems for me to enjoy listening to um, where he just does. I, I know now what Khaled Khaled is, you know? Yeah. And he, he does have a point. Okay. <laughs> in, the con, in the conversation mm-hmm. of We the Best Music, he does have a point. <laughs> okay keep going i'm listening and it's it's things are not popular for no reason Devin. i know you disagree with that statement i don't i don't disagree but i think it's a nuanced conversation (laughs) that needs to be discussed further like trans rights right no that's black and white get them out of here next Devin's seen red. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I personally, after listening to his stuff, like, I think he does have a point because he is making the music that, to me, Kanye did it at a different level, but, like, Kanye could be doing this now. DJ Khaled does it. And so, like, he does have a point that he is making the quote-unquote best music because he does have the best artists currently on every one of his records. Okay. Let me ask you this. <laughs> so he is making music 
let's be honest, because he has a social media presence. That's really how he gained popularity. There's no other DJs out there that are as popular as him. DJ Academics. Who's that? Oh, you know the, 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 the Steve. Uh, you know DJ Aoki Academics. Guy? Yeah, but the world doesn't. Steve, my people point. know Steve Aoki and Vegas. There he is. There he is. Okay, yeah. but Steve Aoki isn't like a frequent collaborator with rappers. Like, ah, I think he is now. Is Not he? like as much as he was like DJ Khaled. But I think like he is the, uh, like the Calvin Harris type, where he's like a DJ yeah. where he plays music like that he House makes on a computer. Does. Yeah, beboops. Most of the time, he makes some music. It doesn't sound like DJ Khaled actually fucking does anything. He does make beats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like he he's gained his fame off of social media, which is why people are working with him, right? I think he gained his fame from filling a void. What do you mean? I think that he saw an angle that no one else was doing anymore. He's just like, oh, I can do very popular songs with the biggest artists because no one else is doing this anymore. Well, I think the popular artists were more susceptible to work with him because of his social media presence. Not at no, not in the beginning because he helped a lot of artists get to where they were in their platforms. Like hmm. he was a guy who helped a lot of rappers get to where they were going, and he like there's a reason why. I mean. I don't. I'm not. What's Ludacris's real name? RJ. Chris Bridges. Yes. <laughs> he, knows from Fast, he knows uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him as Ludacris. There's a reason. Chris Bridges. Why people work with him in repetition? Okay. Okay. J- just just for fun, right? His 2007 first album. He has songs with Ti, Akon, Fat Joe, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne. Um, T Pain, Be- Beanie Siegel, Jada Kiss, The Game, Trick Daddy, Birdman, this big, huge names, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Hell yeah. So it's just like from the very beginning, he's just like, oh, I got top okay, artists. Okay. So my- let me ask you this. You're saying we the best music. Mm-hmm. It, that's the question he's that saying. you're asking, right? <laughs> he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said this. And you're saying, he, have you heard? Does he have a point? <laughs> so, Jake Paul, does he have a point? Is he the best yes. boxer? Yes. Is he the best boxer? Andrew Schultz has the best take on this. Okay. He is the best boxer for the biggest payday. Great. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that means that boxing is entertainment. It's okay. nothing else. Music. Wait, it's, pop mu- it's pop boxing? <laughs> music, ultimately, for the mass audience, is just entertainment. So he's better than Floyd Mayweather? For a money fight, yes. He's better than Canelo because Canelo makes more money than him. Because he's under contract for certain reasons. And that, that money gets spread out. We're talking about a dude who comes out of nowhere who just gets paid a lot of money for one fight. A lot like DJ Khaled coming out of nowhere, working with Beanie Siegel and he didn't come all out of those nowhere. other husbands. He's been, he was a DJ in the 90s, bro. Yeah, but he you had know, been grinding. You, know, you don't have you love know. for me no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, we didn't touch bases on this, but the first track where he's like, it's going to be a hot summer. summer. June like, 28th. I, I was mad at him. Take those promos out of your song, bro. <laughs> Chill. My point but, is, is that there's a lot of people on Earth, and yeah. the vast majority don't care about art. Yes. <laughs> so when you are – so you're a fan of fighting – 
and you're saying Jake Paul's the best boxer. Are you saying that? In the entertainment business, Jake Paul is the number one contender for people to fight. Okay. Is he the best boxer? It's when it comes down to skill. Is he the best boxer? <laughs> <laughs> we the best boxers. You, Jake and Logan Paul, I we the best we boxers. we were having a nuanced conversation, Devin. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is what it comes down to. <laughs> this is what you know. This is what Sean does. Sean does when we see like a new movie. He goes. Best movie ever, worst movie ever. I'm like, it's not that simple, Sean. No. (laughs) No, it's fucking binary unless I say differently. I am (laughs) non-binary. I am they, them, and there's I have so many opinions on this. I'm just saying that there's a reason why he's DJ Khaled. I get that. (laughs) Yeah. And I know... That Devin doesn't like that reason. <laughs> yeah, see, like I said, I had this mix just to piss off you too. <laughs> I would have so enjoyed it. Mike would have liked it. <laughs> and see, I get that. I get that people like him and he gets played on the radio. And there's songs on the radio that I don't like. There's plenty of stations that I don't like. There's plenty of artists that I just don't like that's not for me. But I don't consider any of them like the best at what they do. You know, but I don't he's even the see- best at what he does. I don't think he is. <laughs> There's no one else doing this. Name someone. I would. Well, okay. <laughs> Everything else would be kind of personal preference and artistry compared to commercial success. But I would say, like the Alchemist does, way better than what he does. And he makes the beats and he produces all the shit and he puts out stuff under the name The Alchemist. You go to RJ's work and you find a youth. And say, hey, do you like yeah. the alchemist? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what the conversation comes down to. It's like, how many people know this person? It's yeah. like, if not enough people know them, then they're not good. It's like, that doesn't make sense either. Look, right? It, it's Look, like, the fast, I don't go to a Fast and Furious movie for great cinema. True. I go to watch a Fast and the Furious movie yeah. where Dom Toretto is taking on 20 dudes <laughs> and is suddenly superpowered. Mm-hmm. You can punch through concrete walls. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't go to DJ Khaled for artistry. Yeah. True. <laughs> no, no, no. It's kind of like what I was saying. Okay, so we mentioned before, well, I mentioned before, you have my songs that I like where it's like, you know, the intro verse chorus, right? Mm. It's, a, it's a simple schematic of songs that I'm like, oh, simple. That's something I can listen to. And when you start doing something that people can hum along, the mass media, you could do that. It goes back to, as Devin, you didn't like the amount of albums they sold. People like simple. They like their, you know, A plus It's not that B, I don't C. like it. I just don't think it's a valuable metric for Devin pairing. No, 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 no. You talk about how you get calm down and you can read to jazz. What's no, wrong no, 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 with no, no. that? So, so, Thelonious gonna... Monk has sold over 40 million albums, I'll have you know. So, like, just mention that. I was going to talk about that, where you have somebody that's like, oh, I know my major scale. I know my, my, my C's, my A's, and stuff like that, versus you throw somebody that's like, DJ oh, Khaled I know. knows the major scale. So then you have somebody that comes in and it's like, I know jazz scales. You're going to look at this as be like, well, the jazz musician is a better artist because said things, they know more intricate things about like music theory and stuff like that. Nope. Versus like you have somebody that's like, I can throw a C chord with an A chord and talk about time of my life. And you're like, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't see like you're not that good of a musician on that side. 
DJ Khaled's like, I can make the season A's and I can get three million people to like that versus a jazz one. They're like, that's different. We don't know. Sometimes if like I want someone to wake me up when September ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. I- I do not agree with Ooh, what you just almost, said. Ark. It's almost September. <laughs> September's yeah. almost done. Yeah, well, fucking wake me up when it's over, then, okay? Because I'm fucking done here. No, I don't agree with what you said though, because I don't see it that way. There's tons of hardcore bands that I like, and like punk bands that probably have no understanding of sheet music whatsoever that I respect so much for what they do because of what they put into the music. Oh, you want another one? I want another one. That's all I want. <laughs> sorry, and I wouldn't say that they're better or worse musicians than any of the jazz music that I listen to. Like I don't hold them at the highest standard of musicians. Like there's there's levels to everything, and it doesn't just depend on like their ability to read and interpret sheet music. But there's a there's another conversation in there because the Ramones are far more popular than Fear because the Ramones wrote pop songs. Yeah. It's like the simplicity of it that can get people to be like, I like this sim- or I like that. I don't know what that is, but it, I like that. Yeah. And I love living in the city and I don't want to be sedated. So <laughs> what does that say about me? But you want the KKK to take your baby away. I mean, <laughs> if they're going to take it, am I going to fight them? <laughs> I only have so many guns. <laughs> yeah. So d- he just has a place in music. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I know the place. And if I want to listen to that place, I know where to find it. Yeah. Rafi had a place in music too in the 80s, Baby Beluga. <laughs> that one guy, your scat man, he had yep. a place in music. Scatman did. ICP does. No, Weird Al Yankovic does. ICP does not have a place in What are you in talking about? They sold music. millions of albums and they have a <laughs> festival that. Happens every year. They do have a Shangri La, brother. They have a soda. Whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah, Fago. Yeah, they love Fago. The gathering of the Juggalos happens every year How without much do you fail. Think the Venn diagram of Juggalos and DJ Khaled fans are. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know about that. Can I can I throw in the sport reference? Yeah. What about a Raiders fan? Raiders fans Raiders and Juggalos, fan, DJ real Khaled close. and yeah. Juggalos. Okay, the Raiders fan, that would be a perfect triple Venn diagram where Raiders fan would be in the center and get a little bit of each side. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, they he serves a purpose in okay. music. Yeah. It's not for you, Devin. It's not. It's not. Which is okay. It's okay. Some might say you're not this, normal. This That's why. I... I would say I'm not normal. <laughs> uh, he just actually didn't work out this week, so uh, that's why he didn't know that I worked out so much this week. <laughs> He's been playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> DJ Khaled works great for Grand Theft Auto. <sighs> I, I tried it with Call of Duty, and it didn't work for me. And I tried it while working out too, and it didn't work for me. Do really? you guys remember that? Yeah, I was surprised too. I got so pumped. There's a I, Call of I Duty get it. game. Meek Mill got me pumped, yeah. but then yeah. Rick Ross came in and fucking <laughs> killed my boner. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God damn it. Just put on misfits. Um, all right, so how'd I do? Uh, well, Devin, what was your favorite song? So you got it exactly right. Favorite was three, least favorite was one. 
Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> and my favorite artist is DJ Khaled. <laughs> Let's get that on record. Uh, I think I'm off on RJ, actually. RJ. Yeah. So my favorite was, I like the Meek Mill, number three. Oh, nice. I think that was a fantastic one. Uh, my least favorite, I think just because it was my one where I was just like, eh, I'm not feeling you, is the number two, Drake. Jeez. Way wow. Because oh. I was just like. Number one had Ludacris on it, though. So. Oh, number one, I was yeah. like, that That got me, like, the whole song in general it had so many people, so many, their styles being brought to it, and I did appreciate that. Can I say one thing that I figured out about you this past two weeks, RJ? Huh. It's one word. It's not even a real <laughs> word that describes your existence. <laughs> Intrigued. I don't know if you know what this means, but member berries. You mean from South Park? From South Park. I don't remember. So, member berries is <laughs> it's just nostalgia. It's people selling things to you because it reminds you of a time in the past. Well, Hell yeah. That. So the music that you're listening to, like when you hear Ludacris feature in a song, you're like, it's cool. Cause oh, yeah, I will throw a Blink album and I out because to... it doesn't have Tom on it. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, this is cool because it's like the thing that I used to like. You know, Does it have a verse chorus in it? That doesn't even matter as long as Tom did something different in the past. And, and yeah. Mark did something and then Travis was on there. <laughs> Scott can show up occasionally. Member yeah. berries. As long as Luda brings the heat, we're good. Yeah. So he brings that chicken and beer. He's had some <laughs> weird stuff that I'm not, you know. Did he get real there. experimental like Bjork? <laughs> <laughs> it got it's, really weird. Oh, so quiet. <laughs> I was just like, he's singing now. Yeah. Uh, no. um, all right. What are you guys going to read this? I want to know Devin's. <laughs> uh, I get extra points because he had to listen to something he wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I factor that into the scoring. Um, I, I gave it 2.4 out of 5. <laughs> There's very little that I liked about it listening-wise. I don't think you opened your heart enough. I probably didn't. Did you listen to the <laughs> but first I tried song every to. single time? That's what I Mike's requirement. The first song every single time? Yeah. yeah. I listened to the first song so much. <laughs> Way more than I should have. I should have started it on song two most of the times. <laughs> Is this the most Rick Ross you've listened to? <laughs> so much Rick Ross. Uh, too much Rick Ross. But I, I did start on song one every time. I, the later songs I hadn't heard as much, but I, uh, those first three I heard uh, so many times because we had two weeks to listen to this one. Um, and I, I, I tried, I really tried, and I tried to see, I tried to see the features. There were some features that I liked, but it was really just artists that I had previously liked. You know, so I guess I'm guilty of the member berries too. <laughs> but my member berries are only four years old. Um, so yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what we got. <laughs> okay, so um I mean be besides being one of the greats like the Beatles, um <laughs> Cal Cal. I'm just gonna so, leave now. Okay. <laughs> so after this whole downgrading spiel that Devin gave, I do see the value in DJ Khaled. Not a fan of him. He does what he does, but he does sell albums. He does like whatever, because he can make songs and people are like, "That's not a hit." But you look at all his songs, and you're like, "I've heard that. That's a hit. You've heard that. That's a hit." Yeah. And all these ones, I was like, you know, you could throw it towards Mike, and Mike's like, "I can get a boner and work out to it." Yeah. 
And I was like, it's doing At something times, right. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are not mutually exclusive things. Uh, Grocery shopping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know, it's even just like him doing a Drake song that I wasn't like, like it wasn't my favorite song. He still did a decent job of doing that and making that a hit. Um, I don't know what he does. I don't know how he does it. I don't know what his template is, but he's doing something right. Um, I could have done without the Drake song just to make me like more of it. Mm-hmm. And just, I'm not a huge DJ Khaled fan, even though he does it, but I gave you still a solid 4.5 out of this. See, how is RJ nuanced in this conversation and Devin is not? Because you had like nine artists on the first song that all reminded him of music that he used to listen to. Well, I mean, if he, like, it's just, he, he does. It's a, enjoyable. He does it like <laughs> I. I'm never going to listen to this mix again. I'm gonna see if you keep. Never. I'm gonna see if you keep the same tone after my mix coming up because I think your tone's about to change, brother. And I, I, I'm not gonna listen to this mix ever again. Will I hear a DJ Khaled song? Yes, I'm gonna hear many of them in my lifetime. Yeah, he's not he's done gonna yet. Keep on making songs. He's got more other ones. He's gonna. He's one of those where he's like, I'm gonna retire and come back. He could drown <laughs> off the coast of Florida. You never know. No, he will <laughs> still come out with songs. He probably will. He probably got a bunch of like Tupac's still verses. coming out with songs right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's so he's like Prince. He's probably got a vault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How did you, yeah. how did Devin give the RJ response and RJ give the Devin response? And I had two weeks to <laughs> listen to this and think about this too. And this is what no, it I did never to got, me. I don't think I've ever gone as low as a two. No, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I have to. <laughs> but I, I had a long time to think about this, and I listened to it more times than I should have for me. <laughs> and I just I couldn't get into any of it. It was literally all the beats that were like, you know, when you hear a kids' bop song. Of and you know the original song, and you're like, "There's like this sounds different," you know, like minus the voices. Mm-hmm. You're like, "This just like obviously they did their own like instrumentation and whatnot." That's what it all sounded like when I heard Drake. I'm like, this sounds like the Kids Bop version of Drake. <laughs> like this sounds like Kids Bop Meek Mill. This is Kids Bop Jay Z. And like, you loved Kids Bop, and I fucking love Kids Bop <laughs> so much. <laughs> But I, it just didn't get through to me. You know, it doesn't have that same kids' pop touch. You know, <laughs> this guy's a kids' pop. The kids, they know what they're doing. Yeah, classically trained. Yeah, I, I tried I, though. No, you didn't. I love this mix. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself four point five. Same with RJ. It's a good right. mix. I listen to it every day. <laughs> See, you listen to it every day. I, th- I think you should give yourself a five out of five. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does its job. It gets me yeah. pumped. That's all I need. You know. Yeah. yeah. Would this fall under guilty pleasure songs for oh, you, or is this... Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think that's an easy yeah. yes. Okay. Again, I'm never going to say in public, I love a list of DJ Khaled songs. All right. Can we play a fun game? Yeah. Mike, will you listen to this mix again? I'll listen to it tomorrow. <laughs> I know. Devin, See, will if you I listen put to out... this mix? Never. No, it's already deleted from my phone. It's gone. Never. You're out, if, the Spotify algorithm's all fucked up now. Yeah, oh, I, I hate the algorithm. Like, I just gotta fucking throw it in my phone. <laughs> another another way around it. Another one. Yeah, another one. <laughs> Your phone another iPhone. Starts talking to you. Yeah. 
Oh, can another... you get the Siri voice, but as DJ Khaled? Fuck. <laughs> what happens if I'm all sorry, the... I did not hear that. <laughs> Turn left on Main Street. <laughs> it's going to be a hot summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your windows down. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for my sins. <laughs> yeah. Siri's just saying that randomly. <laughs> I didn't ask you a question, Siri. I don't want your bars, yeah. Siri. <laughs> yeah. You have a specific job. Yeah. You stay out there. You're not a rapper. <laughs> you can make beats and run those by me, maybe. <laughs> if that's even what you do, we don't know what you do. I'm going to haunt Devin a little more. I'm just imagine just one day he's listening to, like, you know, just, he's like, I want to sit down and listen. To nice music while I read, and just Kamasi Washington comes on, and it's pew pew DJ Khaled. <laughs> the remix, uh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> would he be down for it, or uh, would he? I just would hate love it? if DJ Khaled just starts working with all of Devin's favorite artists. Oh fuck, <laughs> that's like an episode of the like Black Mirror yeah. or something, <laughs> Twilight Zone. Like, oh, what's that show uh, that you're watching? The horror story, American Horror Story. Yeah, it's oh like, it's yeah, an episode of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. It's chasing chasing around my musical interests <laughs> doing features with them and then you wake up and you start looking like DJ Khaled just <laughs> like a mirror. pencil thin beard <laughs> no what's happening to me that just has the, the person yeah. in the leather outfit like inside your room yeah. staring at you why do my pants match my jacket then RJ starts looking like Rick Ross to you <laughs> <laughs> oh it's going to be a murder-suicide real quick. It's coming up to Halloween, so something spooky. Yeah, RJ, dress up as Rick Ross for Halloween. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see how that weight. goes. I'll take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you got for us, Devin? Okay. So I have one, but it's it's not – it's kind of against the rules and it's um wait we have rules well it's called five song mixtape right oh there's more than five songs there's less than five songs huh so the total runtime though oh here we go 45 i know minutes. <laughs> but i'm giving you a choice i'm giving you a choice between this um total runtime is where the fuck is it one hour and three minutes. What? Three songs. Three songs. Now you can choose that one, or you can choose one called The Owls Are Not What They Seem. I'm going to choose the owl one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you know how many times I could listen to one of our mixes in an hour? Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was. There was another one that fit the five song thing more. But it was like an hour and 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, I won't. But I mean, it's literally just an album. If you can, if you can just album. scooch it down to like 45. I, I, there's only three songs. <laughs> if I cut off the last one, it's only 15 minutes or something. <laughs> Wait. The or last no, song is an hour? <laughs> no, no. The last song is like 30 minutes. So it would be 30 minutes. Just the first two songs. But without the last song, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> RJ, which one do you want? Uh, I don't have a long attention span, so <laughs> yeah, I figured. And I RJ already sent it to someone like an owl, so yeah. 
He can turn his neck all the way around. (laughs) Not something many people know about Filipinos. They can turn their necks all the Uh, way around. Devin, the last thing I got from you was let me see them titties. (laughs) So. (laughs) And you have not responded. I know two of these. Okay. Yeah. Which the fourth one I've listened to fairly recently. Fourth one I thought you might know. I don't know about the other ones. Well, I got into her because of other stuff. Because of Sad Girls. Yeah. 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 The original Sad Girl. (laughs) (laughs) But you've got the same artist twice? Do you know anything about the title? No. Okay. (laughs) I recommend that you Google that sometime. Just the name of it? Yeah, it'll uh, like something will actually. Then populate. you'll yeah, you'll probably understand. Owls yeah. are not what they seem. Did you get RJ? Oh, okay, oh, got it. it got it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, oh yeah, this makes RG a lot of sense. I got it. You got it. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> well, this is exciting. Yeah. Lots to talk about then. Yeah. yeah. I just got Showtime again too, so. Showtime. Mm-hmm. Watch some boxing, some Bellator. Some might say Khaled. Khaled is a showtime. <sighs> the man's so nice, they named him twice. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> you think that's how he got his second name? He was like being born. They're like, we'll name him Khaled. Like, Another one. Like, okay, Khaled, Khaled. <laughs> We the best babies. <laughs> That's how it came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says an air horn. <laughs> Where my jet ski, bitch? <laughs> oh, all right, I'm excited for this. All right. Yeah, I was actually uh, needing new stuff to listen to this week, so this will be good. Um, it's uh, it'll be it'll be an interesting stuff to talk about. It's yeah. more. I'm going to say it right now. Conceptual. Think about it as like a soundtrack. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yep. So the people at my work are not going to like it. No, I would not work out to this. I would not. <laughs> no, play it at work. Fuck it. Fuck those guys. I'm going to be able to draw to this. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Be able to do all kinds of crazy drugs to this. <laughs> yeah. Which my other one that's an hour and three minutes is perfect for doing drugs too. But it's a little long. Yeah. It's a little long. Um, all right. So on to next week. Find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Find the, if you want to listen to a sweet DJ Khaled mix, you can just go to Spotify and type in five song mixtape. All oh, I don't have it on my phone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Archie's phone. <laughs> I smashed it against the wall. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, on to next week. I like owls. So free Nicki Minaj. Like Hedwig from Harry oh, Potter. Yeah. Hedwig and the angry sweet, sweet looking bird. Yeah. So feathery ass. It's that white silky white feathers. Yeah, just fucking turn your turn your turn your head around, owl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What are we talking what? about? Sorry. <laughs> beak me, owl. Yeah, beak me, beak me. <laughs> Give me that beak, owl. <laughs> I'm going to make you into a bird, man. I sound like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Give me that beak, owl. 
You're gonna suck my dick. 